If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're now listening. You got 12 minutes left. That's four rounds. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat lost to a guy named Volta. Who's brought up with no talent? You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, do you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael? It's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes. You're behind. You understand? It's gonna start here. Yes, yes, we're back again. Knock them out the box, episode 32. I believe your original format said 31. You and I it changed up like it. Like you always do. And I changed so, it to 32. 32. This is Knock them out the box. My name is Vinny Paz. I'm here with my co host, Mr. Comos. With the no left, video. right, left kid, Mr. Brandon Long. This guy, <laughs> this guy went to college. <laughs> Uh, yo, yo. For communications and can't manage to work a computer. Can't man. Yo, listen. Those those that major in communication, such as myself, had no business being in college. I agree. Right? We were just willing to take out loans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. live in apartment style living and smoke weed and bank checks. Anyway. So, uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, it's a family show. No, but uh, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> We've been we've been slacking with uh, posting video on on YouTube, and we're gonna continue to slack, slack. because this this Brandon Long can't get his shit together. So uh, I video like, production like, video production major, and I can't yeah. get I can't produce video. I'm gonna I, have I, to. I, I don't know. I do like putting those videos up though, and yeah. uh, people seem to enjoy them. So we'll try to get be uh, either a, a new brain or better equipment. I'm not sure. Better equipment. One. Better equipment. Let's but, let's let's dive into some news. Yeah. Before we speak about what we happened, a, we got a lot of weekend. <clears throat> we do. Let's start off with a, a fight I like and you don't. Canelo Triple G is confirmed for September. I think I've warmed <clears throat> to it a little bit. I'm getting I'm hearing rumors of a location that is. How would I word this? unusual it's not vegas the rumors i'm hearing what's the rumor i don't know if i can spill the beans yet oh spill it it could be in cutter what it could be in cutter for those who don't who who, for those who pronounce it incorrectly qatar yeah that's how i say it because i'm fucking because i speak american it's cutter it's cutter Yes. Like, remember that non-alcoholic beer course cutter? I don't. (laughs) There was a non-alcoholic beer course cutter. You have to be such a deranged, low life to get sober but still want to drink beer. Drink beer. Yeah. You like you love the taste. And it's not like good beer. It's like shit beer. It's shit. Is there even high quality non-alcoholic beer? Yeah. Well, now there is. Now there is. Yeah. Yeah, Because all the craft beer craze. But yeah, yeah, back in the day. It was like, is this going to kill my DTs? Oh, duels, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, right. it's uh, O'Doul's. I guess like to still be part of the crowd, you would drink in O'Doul's to just feel accepted in your circle of raging alcoholic friends. Sure, sure. I guess. Do they put that I, in a 40 ounce? Like you, you drink a 40 of O'Doul's. <laughs> they um, used to fuck with, speaking of college, you brought that up. They used yeah. to fuck with like freshmen at, they would peel the labels off of O'Doul's or like whatever non-alcoholic beer and put it in a cooler and then fucking be like, oh yeah, beer's over there or whatever. And, and watch them pretend to be banged up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder how much, obviously not a lot, but I wonder how much of it is, um, what is that phenomenon placebo? called? The placebo effect, you know? Yeah. Like, oh man, oh, I'm, I or it's like, my- Jesus Christ, I got the tolerance of a fucking rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, you want to check like 40 fucking beers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I I can't. No one ever was like, oh, I'm so shit faced off. Of, you know, but like, right, right, right. But it was right. like, I always thought that was like, yeah, it's fucked up. You just fucking. There's definitely <laughs> there's something to be said for a placebo effect. There's been studies, you know. Sure. Um, so, all right, Triple G Canelo is confirmed. Yep. Like I heard, man, um, in, you know, in, in La Guitarra, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't really know. That doesn't even make sense. Well, here's the thing. Like with these fights, um, when they're when they're held in these markets, they're obviously because, um, you know, the fees are you can't turn them down. Right. You know, if if, mm-hmm. if, if, if someone if you're in Saudi and the prince gives you a hundred million dollars. Who's site, saying no yeah. to that? You know, for well, a site it's, fee. it's been it's been going on since the beginning of time. Thriller, right. Manila, rumble right. in the jungle. But what's happening is, as like historically speaking, um, and, and still now, but Saudi's very conservative. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the the prince is opening things up that have never been opened up before, and by, by opening up ideologically, I don't mean open in a physical sense. Like, in other words, Halloween was there for the first time in twenty twenty one. Okay. Now, now, people, Islamic conservatives are like the fall of Saudi is like is like one of the signs of the end times, mm-hmm. meaning the fall, meaning like these things being allowed here. Like, will right. alcohol be next? Will Christmas decorations be next, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when the, when the WWF went over there, like the girls had to be fully covered, regardless of the fact that they're, that they're not Muslim. You know what I mean? Yeah. So will these things, like these things, these things that are being lifted, conservatively speaking, in a Muslim country, will this lead to more and more fights going on over there? You know what I mean? Because when you have a fight in Dubai, like the Floyd thing, like they're not conservative in Dubai. It's anything goes. Right. You know what I mean? There's clubs, there's malls, there's everything. Did he have that fight or what happened over there? Yeah, it happened. It happened. Oh, the, right. The, Is it supposed to get canceled? They would they find a replacement? Because the the president um like passed away. Oh. Like right before it happened. So it became this this shit show. You know what I mean? Got it. Uh our guy was on the ground there. Um, you know, and got oh, to yeah. speak to people and interview people. Uh, spoke to Jonathan Banks, got to meet Floyd, ask Floyd some questions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But again, there's sort of a. I told you know, you know that I have some things going on in regards to that. Yeah. In regards to you know, <laughs> boxing in that area of the world coming forward, but it's still tight-lipped, hush, hush. But I still, I still get the rumors. 
you know, and I can't say where I heard them, which, you know, <clears throat> to the average person, you should take it with a grain of salt. I'm not, but I understand other people taking it with a grain of salt, you know? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if someone's going to come with a better offer for them in Vegas, uh-huh. you know? Um, it's still how many months away? Four? September? Yeah. Yeah. It's June now, right? July, August. So, so it's three, like three and a half months away. Yeah. Um, Javante Davis leaving TMT. What, what are we hearing there, man? How so, real is it? It So then after the fight, he says he might stay with Floyd. I think he wants to control his career. I think that, you know, the issue with him is that, you know, this whole, I think it, it's got to happen to almost every fighter, right? They get to this point. They start to mm-hmm. read the press clippings, mm-hmm. getting criticized. They're mm-hmm. fighting the fights. Management told them to fight. Then I'm sure behind the scenes, Davis is like, well, I want Ryan Garcia. I want mm-hmm. I name, you You know, the, the, the fight, you know, whoever. And they're not giving them those fights because you've pointed this out multiple times on this show. We can do a fight that's good enough. You're going to look spectacular and we'll make money on it. So right. why risk? Correct. You, this person, whatever. And I think Davis is saying, well, okay, I've kind of, I want to spread my wings. I'm 27. I want to control my going own to be 28. Let's not forget that because now we're into the right. When someone's 21 going to 22. Okay. It doesn't matter. Now you're hitting this age where it's like 28 to 32. It's yeah. go time. It's go time. Let's go. So I also, as, as you know, I don't know. Not as you know, but let's just talk about this. Yeah. There are percentages that management takes. I think it's like 15%, right? There's percentage a trainer takes, okay? There's a percentage that the commissions take. Of course. And Gervonta is set to make big boy money, right? Yeah. He's not going to want to pay hefty percentages to Leonard Ellerby, to Floyd, okay? And then to- I mean, let be quickly, let's take them out of the equation. Let's say he got four mil. Two right. of that's gone. That's the taxes. Right. Now you're going to 10% trainer, 10% lawyer, 10%. T- right. Now you got 30% taken, 30 or 40% taken of the two mil after the 50% of the four mil. Right. That's not including what's going on with TMT and other. Right. So you're talking, he's going to walk away with like $700,000. You know what Correct. I mean? 800 grand. Right? Yeah. He's on a good day, a mil on a $4 million. Payday. Right. And he's look at, He's got, I think he's got a, he's got a kid now or two kids, two, two girls. He's got two children. He's got people he's got to take care of. He's now 28. I think with him, the days of, I don't know, splurging on a, on a rolls or whatever, whatever you start to go, wait a second. Well, I did all that. Now I don't have nothing and I got to get a fight. And eventually the other 35 pounders are going to move on and fight each other. He's going to be left out. So I think he wants I think, I don't know, we will see that he wants bigger fights or at least bigger names. Cause like you said, 28 to 32, it's, it's go time. This is the pattern we see with a lot of those guys. I think Floyd was 29 when he left Aram. I think Oscar was like 28 when he left Aram, something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the age where these guys go, wait a second. I've been doing this now professionally for 10 years and I don't got dick to show for it, or at least not as much as I would. <coughs> excuse me, would like. See, that's that's financially. The question for me is, let's just assume he leaves today. 
His okay. next fight is without Floyd, <clears throat> TMT, Elevy, right. Heyman, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Is this a financial decision or is it a financial and competitive one? Is financial, his next fight is his next fight a real guy? Rolly Romero isn't even top 10 guy. Rolly Romero is like 30 in the division. Let's be honest. Yeah. 20, between yeah. 25 and 30. But Correct. that's but that was house money. Rolly's promoted by TMT. Gervonta's promoted by TMT. Okay. No, I'm they not both, talking yeah. about the money situation yeah. as I am as, as much as I am talking about competitiveness. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's no, not a guy, a guy that's not a look, guy that Tank he, Davis and the way that his fans speak of him should be fighting. Concur. I think I also think that this can be done with Floyd and Ellerby, meaning, hey, man, a fighter can stick his fingers in his ears and stomp his feet long enough and he'll eventually get what he wants. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to fight who they tell him to fight. All right. So I don't want to abdicate him of responsibility for taking fights like this. He's listening to them. They're saying we can market this and make this and make you this much money. And look, you want to hold that. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. <coughs> he hasn't. I'm trying to think, has he fought a top 10, 35 pounder? No. In like at all? No. no right. Okay. No. Uh, he needs to. He moved up, tested the waters at 140. Didn't look good. Came right back down. They, they realized that, that wasn't because he was losing that fight. And I think he's killing himself to make 35, by the way. Okay. So now you're in a really. Right. Uh, I don't know if you want to use the word bad. You're in a really tough situation. Right. You're in dangerous territory. You're in dangerous territory. You're in you're getting into Broner territory. Right. OK. So that's the other thing, too. Um, Broner. For what it's worth, I wanted to make a point. I think Adrian Broner at 30 and 35 was better than Tank Davis at 30 and 35. Okay. Uh, Don't let what happened from 140 on. Yeah, no, I agree. But I mean, there's the Ponce de Leon fight. You know, there's some there's some he had some questionable uh, fights down there. Uh, Well, that one in particular, Uh, you know, it's almost like he wasn't there long enough. He did look spectacular. Uh, I remember being really excited when he fought. Uh, what's the Mexican kid's name? He whooped his ass. He beat that kid from Minneapolis real bad too. Uh, uh, Litzow. Jason Litzow. Yeah, that was that was that ugly. Was Are you talking yeah. about the Vicente Escobedo fight? Yeah, the Escobedo right. fight. Yeah. yeah, and Antonio yeah. DeMarco. He did him yeah. dirty too. Yeah, he, those are real guys, man. Yeah, he beat both their asses in. Um, all right, well. I think there's a I think that there's I think all this stuff when these guys hit, I think Davis starts to look at his bank account. I think he starts to say, wait a second, I can I can navigate this industry. You know what I mean? I've been doing this my whole life. Um, and I think that's what these guys have. What happens in their late? Tw- think about you, Vin, in your late 20s. Professionally, you know what I mean? That's typically mm-hmm. like when people decide, all right, I'm going to buy a house. Yeah. I'm going to do yeah. this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to settle down. It's a lot of times, oftentimes when people get married. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This is mm-hmm. he's growing up and I I think it's very difficult. Like, for instance, your you folks will always look at you, the royal you, everybody as their kid, no matter what. Right. You're still of their course. kid. I think he I think Floyd and Ellerby will always look at Davis as their like little project, their kid. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it's understandable, you know. Unless he packs his shit and gets an apartment, you know what I'm saying? He's still gonna have to live under their roof. So I think that's that's. But here's the other thing: in the post-fight interview, he said, "I may still sign with Floyd." So TMT management may manage him. They may give him an out. They may give him some, you know, some some breathing room. Um, I think it would be in their best interest to keep him because if you look at their roster. Oh, it's, it's fucking garbage. It's bad. It's bad. Can I make a side point? Go ahead. At 23 years old, Broner was 27 and 0 and had fought a, a handful of good of guys. real guys. Yeah. At 23. Um, because I think history is isn't kind to Broner. It won't. Be kind to Broner. What right. he does in the future won't end well. No. And it's unfortunate because of what happened prior to Maidana. I, I agree. There was a four or five fight streak, which is like two years, that I was I got after uh, post Ponce de Leon. And I was like, all right, that's a that's a that's a little wrinkle. And I was very <laughs> excited. I'm gonna put when, myself out there on this show to be ridiculed. And I'm only doing it in hopes that saying this leads to people understanding that everything we say here is honest with no agenda. Prior to the Maidana fight, I had Broner in the lower part of my top 10 pound for pound. Why, why wouldn't you? He was, he was cruising through divisions and winning. You say that today and people say, you don't know shit about box after seeing what he, what he had to become, right. His behavior and his yeah. behavior turning into what happens in the ring. Because don't act like it doesn't. Yeah, don't act, you know. Uh, <laughs> I told I on the air, I would talk about seeing him in AC being like my size <laughs> in between <laughs> fights. What right? What one hand holding the you know the thing that holds four drinks? Yeah, yeah. One hand holding the thing that holds four drinks, and the other hand holding like the pretzels with the cheese. Yeah, yeah. And like two hot dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, which is fine if you're going to go run 15 miles the next day, but he's not. Well, 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 what I did, what I'm adding to it is he was 40 pounds over right weight while holding these things. Right. Well, I've seen other guys pick out that are shredded. I don't care. Right. I've seen him 40 pounds over fight weight. I mean, I know maybe I'm being generous with 40 pounds. I don't know how he looked fat. Yeah, I'm saying he looked fat. When I saw him, he was with him and Robert Easter and actually Tank mm-hmm. hammered shit faced mm-hmm. at Barclays, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. fucked up. Like, yeah, he was mangled when I every if, time I saw if him. you go past the little. I think it's like the Ford, some fucking sponsorship they have, maybe it's Pepsi or some shit. I can't remember what they have there. It's like mm-hmm. a little box seat area thing. And okay. there's like a. There's a little bar right next to that that like never has a line. So anybody that goes, you know, there a lot. If you want your concession, you hit right. that, like that. Little yeah, bar you know the right time there. and you hit that yeah. spot. Yeah. You want you want your pretzel or your hot dog or you know, whatever you go right there. Right. And then when you go beyond that, you know, like in an arena where like it gets like almost like industrial and quiet. Like yeah. the, you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. So like I seen them dudes over there sitting down. Like the three of them. It was bizarre. It's like homeless people. Yeah. Shit faced. 
Yeah. Shit faced. And I was like, yeah, I can't tell you I'm shocked because I would see the same same thing. What? How fuck? How far is Barclays from uh, Boardwalk Hall? An hour? I would see the same thing an hour away, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Routinely. Routinely, by the way. This my story isn't once. You know, I would see yeah. him all the time. And the proximity <laughs> I, from Ohio, where he's from, to PA, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Especially right. when, especially when you're connected with the promoters and you're getting hotel rooms in the whole sure. weekend and da 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 da. Slash the guys are your homies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. B. I don't know if there's going to be. You know. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. That move, if he was to make it, right. Is only as as a fan. Of, of course, I want fighters to make as much money as they can. Sure. As a fan, I only care if he makes that move to then take a real guy. You know what I mean? I think if he takes a real guy and takes look, a, a, a tomato can, I don't care about that. Vinny. I think if they say, "Look, Tank, cool out. We'll get you to Staples Center again, and we'll get you and Ryan Garcia in the Staples Center." Hmm. Um, well, we're 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 going to talk about because that we're going to lead into that. Yeah. Um, so if Ryan they, if, Garcia, Javier Fortuna is July 16th. And <laughs> from what me and you think about him, that's not a lock. No, that's not, not a Raleigh. That's not a Raleigh Romero. Now, no. I, can I add on to something that we spoke about months ago, which was uh, uh, many months ago, which was Jojo Diaz, Javier Fortuna. I think I picked Javier Fortuna to win. Yep. He laid off fucking egg that yeah. night now yeah. i don't bro people do that sure um he's he's not old no um he's a so peculiar question, guy though he is this i think there might be something off there babe. most definitely yeah, I think he's one of those guys. Like, if I don't feel like doing it, man, I'm not gonna do he, it. Today. He fought you know a guy I, mean? like, I never heard of a couple months back in February in DR, and sparked him out in one round. Rafael Hernandez. I have no idea who that is. Um, I'm looking prior to that was the JoJo Diaz fight, which was almost a year ago. B. We're go- we're going on eleven months. Yeah. Um. He just laid an egg, bro. Yeah. Um, tough guy, tough style. 42 fights, 36 wins. His losses are only two guys that you guys know. Jojo Diaz, he laid an egg. And I yeah, by the Robert way, Robert Easter Jr. Bro, I had him I had him winning that fight. I thought he won that fight. I was there. He I thought he was winning the Jason Sosa fight. Okay. And yeah, um, he was. He and, was, and Sosa came back. He got stopped late. Yeah. Um, a stoppage so, A stoppage is hard to defend. Go, well, he was winning. Well, he got stopped. So he got can. stopped, yeah. You and I have talked about, I believe, it might have been the previous episode, if it wasn't the one before that, where I said there's something about that, that vicious KO when it comes. Let's just pick around. Let's say it's the eighth, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. No one historically remembers what happened one through seven. Oh, yeah. Because I have things to say when we get to the tank fight in the review, but we're still in the previews. We're still in the news and notes right now. So, hey, Ryan Garcia, Javier Fortuna. Bro, the Javier Fortuna that showed up and laid an egg about with Jojo, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. There's a guy who who fought some real guys in Robert Easter, uh, Adrian Granado, Sharif Bowery, who I think is good. (laughs) 
Right, uh, but Jesus that Adrian Granados fight was weird too. He fell out of the ring, remember? <laughs> I do, bro. I there's something off with this he, kid. Yeah, but we nuts. don't know him. We don't know him. I don't know. We, I think we though. know enough to say he's 730. I don't yeah. know who's gonna show up. <laughs> if I haven't I'm heard him, that in I, fucking 20 years. That's great. Me, because look, if I'm him, I'm salivating because how deep this division is and who you can get by beating Ryan Garcia. Right. You're gonna get a big fucking fight if you beat this this internet sensation kid, who who sure. we don't think much of, but he's certainly an internet sensation. No, and he's top ten. They so. showed him at the Barclays. He got booed. That means people care. Right, and he lost twenty k to Errol Spence. Did you see that? Yes, yes, I did see that. I did see that. So, yo, Ryan Garcia, Javier Fortuna looks locked in with July sixteenth. They're both head cases. So when the when it when I hear ding ding, then that weekend before that, me and right. me will talk about it. Until then, we'll leave it alone. Um, Anthony Joshua training with Robert Garcia for the rematch with Usyk. You like it? Uh, uh, I guess, yeah. I, I I don't know anything. I don't know. What did I ask you privately? I said to you. We I spoke said, about it privately. Right. Has, has Garcia ever trained a heavyweight? Like at, at a high level? Not, well, look, not that I someone's gonna, someone's gonna write in and tell us a name, and it's gonna be uh, someone we've never heard of. I'm saying I've never seen him in a heavyweight title fight or or an eliminator or a top five guy. Uh corner for a heavyweight please correct us if we're wrong yeah i mean uh, so but to my, me I, okay 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 my question is you know he's got like a fight factory and a million fighters right yeah. is he putting all that shit on hold for aj i think he is that's my opinion but is i don't he, know is, is he gonna get guys in there heavyweights for sparring you know what i, I mean like well i think he will right I, the things the things you're concerned about regarding this move I'm not stylistically is what I'm concerned about. Okay. Um, it became it, it became famous because of Triple G saying Mexican style. Yep. Um, and what that means, I in my opinion, the first person on a global scale, high top tier scale to poke holes in that uh, axiom was Juan Manuel Marquez. Right. Uh, a, a, a guy who countered, a guy who could bang if he wanted to. You could say a little bit Barrera, too, in the second half of his career, not in the first half, because he, he, he was a banger in the first half. Right. But then he upped his IQ and his style. Those two guys are guys your mind goes to when you say, well, yeah, there's Mexican style, there's Mexican style, there's Mexican style, but what about these guys? I'm and more Salvador talking Sanchez about Sanchez is like not, you know, typically Mexican. Right. Style, right. right. But these guys, these guys broke the mold. Sure. Um, I feel like if Garcia's strategy with his fighters, which is an aggressive style, I'm not saying they can't box because Mikey can. Yep. You know, uh, his little brother and, and him and his father created that style. You know, they molded everything from childhood. Robert was a fighter. People forget that. Yeah, he's really know? good. World champ. He was Chico solid, beer. solid guy. Um, my fear is that his style plays into the hands of Usyk. Okay. You made a great point. Um, that again, man, we have to always remember history and that um like with these knockouts. I brought up Tyson before, Franz Boker. Yeah, he was losing every round until 
till he, he wasn't. Clipped him with yeah. maybe the best right. It's the, definitely the best right hand I ever saw at heavyweight. Better than Marciano's on Walcott. It's the best right hand I ever saw at heavyweight. Okay. Yeah, but he was losing. Sure. Um, you brought up a great point to me that even in this small amount of time, hey, it might have just, I forgot about it. Usyk fought beautifully, but you were like, Pez, he got beat up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he got, he got, he got, you know, he, he was in a fight a, is what you were trying. Yeah, he to took say. a lot of punishment in that fight. So this is, and again, this is the circumstances being what they are. How much training is Usyk getting? You know what I mean? This guy has been at war. You know, um, where's his mind going to be? Uh, there's a lot of questions. It's a fun. This is a really fun rematch. The, phys- the physicality and the training I'm not concerned with because of how early he got out and got over and got safe. Yeah. Um, okay. But you're talking about the wages of war, man. And we know, we know that this guy has people he loves there. Right. You know, you can only get so many people safe. Let's let's just say his his nuclear family is safe. Like that, you don't think it weighs on someone's mind if your brother, your yeah, cousins, yeah. uh, your aunts, your uncle, everyone's there, bro. Let's just be honest about it. Right, right, right. Everyone's there. Yeah. So how, are the wages of war weighing on his mind? I, you know, he's an animal, man, when it comes down to being crazy. Speaking of right. crazy, we're talking about Fortuna. We're talking about Garcia. I mean, he's crazy. He's a crazy person. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I'm not concerned about the physical aspects of the training and, and his camp, et cetera, et cetera. OK, will his head be in it? I don't know. But look, how are we looking at it? We're not going to deep dive right now. But no, you brought but up a great point with, yo, he got beat up a little bit in that win. My point is going towards him. I, I, I think he I think he loves that. Is that what Robert Garcia is? cooking up that's what my inclination would be aj to box and stay on the outside fire that right hand you know behind that double and triple jab is the way to fight him sure um but look when you're that good man me and you can lay a fucking whole plan out but when we do it we're not doing it tonight no when we lay out our keys to victory we can lay out the perfect fight plan like you did for bivol or bivol however the right way correct way to say it is and i said you're absolutely right but can he do it well and he proved me wrong because i picked canelo not to knock him out or anything right 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 but i i i picked canelo and bivol fought beautifully and all your keys to victory were correct i just didn't i just thought this guy's too much meaning um you know just a, the prime number one guy in the sport it's, yeah, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, how would you? How would anybody? I don't know anybody that predicted that Bevel would p- pull it off. Not to, you know, go down that rabbit hole, but yeah, yeah. They, they, I always, uh, not always. There, there are. I, Usyk fought a great fight. He's a great champion. If I'm gonna pick, and we're not gonna deep dive, I would say Usyk again. I have my concerns though. I don't know how this Robert Garcia Anthony Joshua uh, relationship. Is go, is going to go, but it tells me that Anthony Joshua wants to win. All right, Regardless of, people- of who you're rooting for in this fight, there are concerns, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. for for both sides. The training change shows how serious he is, but is it the right style? Right. Um, 
Uh, Usyk fought beautifully, got touched up in the process. Did he get hit with AJ's hardest shit? We don't know the answers, you know, to right. that. Um, lastly, with news and notes, uh, Tim Zhu, Mel Charlo, or is it Maul at 54? Jamel. Who's the good one? Jamel. Jamel Charlo at Tim Zhu. They're, they're ordering it. We know what that means. You and I know. You know, yeah. if, something, if something bigger comes along, they step aside money. If, if he, we, you know, well, I, at this point, Vin, this isn't step aside. He already stepped aside, Zoo. Yeah, for two uh, years. For, yeah. So, uh, again, I don't want to shout my predictions out, um, but uh, the WBO ordered Charlo Zoo. If I'm Charlo, I'm taking that one. That's all I'll say. And uh, that's in house, showtime, big money. Yep. I'm yep. thinking they're going to put that on a pay per view. Uh, Maybe not like a hundred dollar pay per view, but you know well, something. When you, you know when you start bringing in a name like Tim Zhu, you know the the son of a legend, and you you carry a continent such as Australia with you. Yeah, those pay per views that the average fan might go, "What the fuck?" People like me and you understand why. Yeah, it yeah. Could be. I'm I'm actually to tell you the <laughs> truth, surprised that Showtime isn't trying to push this back one more fight. You know, uh, Castaño. Charlo, if you guys remember, Charlo Castaño, I should say, uh, was pushed back because Castaño got hurt. They gave Tim Zhu the showcase in place of the original Castaño Charlo date. That's why how we fought yeah. Goucher, right? Yeah. Am I saying that right, Goucher? Yeah, Terrell Goucher. Terrell Goucher uh, in Minneapolis. So, with that said, it looks like they're going to fast track Zhu, and I and I'll tell you why, because if Zhu loses. They have Fundora, right, for Charlo. Mm -hmm. Another mm -hmm. in-house PBC, mm -hmm. Showtime, whatever you want yep. to call it, right? Yeah. And if Charlo loses, which I don't think he will, they have Fundora. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, yes. in-house, belt, yes. unification. Uh, and depending or, or on how quick you make it, yeah, which, which they're not great at. They're not great at it, but you could conceivably get them both done in this year. Right. I don't think they will. They, they're they, slow. Yeah, I don't think they will either. But but I'm saying Showtime is in a really good spot. Uh, as far as a network, PBC, as far as a promotional outfit to get these fights made. So let's keep you our fingers crossed. You could go August, September, Zoo, uh, Charlo, and top of the year for winner of that, Sebastian Pandora. You right. know, if I'm Charlo, I'm, I would demand a shit ton of money. I told my brother about that fight today, and he said, what do you think? Is Tim ready? And I said, I think he needs one or two more fights. That's as far as I'm going to go now. Right. Until we get a date and we break it down and see how things turn out. That's it for news. Let's um, move on. So let's move some, on. We got to, some, uh, uh, some, some, we, well, we got some, we got really our reviews are a bunch of mismatches. They are. Um, uh, you, one loved, you loved the David Benavides, David Lemieux fight. I oh, love that God. fight at 68. Oh, my God. Um, yo, what did he, I tell you guys was going to happen? He, he was taking some shots, Bro, this Lemieux. Oof. As a dead man walking. Oof. His, his post-fight interview should be concerning to people because he sounded like he had marbles in his mouth. It was... I, I, look... That fight should never have happened. Um, 
I'll be honest with you. Uh, I hold my tongue and I really didn't on some fights. Cause I, I have, I know some of the matchmakers. I know some of the people involved with this stuff. I actually know the matchmaker for this fight. And um, I know it had to be made. And there was a lot of pressure from Showtime to make it. And it was really easy because Lemieux wanted the fight and it was a name. But fucking Christ, what did I tell you guys was going to happen? This is going to be a fucking bloodbath, a nightmare. They didn't take Lemieux out on a stretcher, but that's only because they stopped it. I forget our <clears throat> predictions. I think I said that Benavidez in four. I said death. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So yeah. that's that. What did, that what so, so did that tell us anything about David Benavides? No. No. That's did that the, tell that's... us? Did, did that tell us anything that we didn't already know? So why the fuck is everybody? Why why would they make a fight like this? All this get get Benavides then back in the ring in 10 weeks and put him on another show. And if that's what we're going to do, bum of the month, I don't care. Cause, and look, Lemieux, I'm not saying he, he was a bum. He is a bum now. Come on. I, for me, this fight know, does nothing for the, for the division, for the, what, what, who, what, what did that do? So now David Benavidez, said 10 weeks. I said, I was going to say at the latest 90 days, which would be 12 weeks, I guess I'm bad at that. I, we got to get him back quick and you got to get him back against a live guy yeah. <laughs> which can be different than a real guy if we're really look, getting if you look semantic. look at look at benavides is like last however many since since anthony Durrell. yeah he's fought either small guys or yeah. subpar who the fuck like no what honestly nobody's and i don't want to hear the bullshit that oh it's because he got stripped the well, in that time, he also popped hot for Coke and mm-hmm. missed weight. Mm-hmm. So, look, man, another, like, excuses made because this guy's so young. This guy's this. This guy's that. I think, how old is he, 26, 27? Yeah, I was going to say 25, but I think I'm, I just, a, a lot of the problems with these guys we talk about are on our show is that y- years go by. They don't and fight enough, and it feels like they're, uh, you know, they're he's still 25. Really he's 25. All right, he's yeah. not a kid. Fuck that. I mean, when I was 25, I, you know, I had to hold a job. I, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he's whatever. 25 with 26 fights. You know, I, th- there's there's also, um, you know, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I when you're not fighting, you know, there was that little. That little run, you know, uh, like Ronald Gabriel twice, Porky yeah. Medina, Jaylion Love, Darrell, that little run where you're like, okay, they're moving them along the right way. Then they stop. sort of stalled out. Um, it's it's time, man. It's time. Let's go. No more no more fights like this. this twenty six fights, twenty three KOs. Um, you know, we can't talk about one guy one way like the way I talk about Tank, right. and then not talk about him the same way. Right. You know what I mean? I, I will um, say this. I love I love how they promoted this fight, though. And yeah. I want to shout out the 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 publicist for, you know, for this fight, because I know where Emily, um, she did a great job. She did a fucking fabulous job. He threw out the first pitch at the at the uh, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Game. Yeah. Yeah. They, they held they held multiple meet and greets 
Uh, he did a ton of press for this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the back page of the the Phoenix newspapers. So you know what? I tip my hat to that. Fantastic. And w- one thing that I, if I can say it, it's a little bit while there's wiggle room with Benavides for me. He is the motherfucker that's like, give me Canelo, give me Charlo, right. give me Caleb Plant. I hate that motherfucker. I want to beat the fuck out of him. Right. Which, which, you know, when 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 asked about Lomachenko, 2006, he's not ready. 2007, no, this is Floyd saying. 16, you know, 16 17, yes. 18, 19, up until, and this, uh, guys, we're not, this isn't guesswork. Th- these are quotes. Right. Um, right, I can right. read them if I if I feel like pulling them up but again. We, we yeah, gotta, let's not waste that much time. Yeah. Uh, with, with that said, look, we'd like to see Benavidez in better because we think highly of him. Yeah. Just like we'd like to think see Tank in better because we think highly of him. Um, right. Uh, hey, look, uh, I always uh, I'm a ball of boost when it comes to you butchering uh, names. Zanabek. Yeah, Zanabek. I'm not saying his last name again. I said it on our last show. They were saying it totally different than how I was saying it on air. So right, something's let's, wrong, let's and try. I'm not gonna. I'm a, Alan Canelli. I want to say they were doing a. You know how a lot of uh, that part of the world is uh, Dolayev at the end. Yeah, Alan. You know, Can- they were like Alan Alan Kanaliev. Some of them were saying. Well, they well they they had Triple G's name wrong for like ten years. Yeah, like that's actually not how. My name is pronounced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> against Danny Dingham. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say, man. I mean, a, bru- a brutal, brutal. Yeah. Guy. One punch, right. hit or quitter. I just, I want to see more of them, you know? Well, I don't yeah, I want to see more of them. I want to see them better. <clears throat> sure. Step up a little bit and more often, too. Again, man, these guys that are decorated amateurs, Um, I understand... Uh moving them certain ways. I understand the way Lomachenko was moved. Right. Um, but Lomachenko was also moved right in. Right in. So to, to kill Orlando, like Orlando a, Salido. In a second fight. Sure. So uh, if you're going to yap about the this guy was, had 7,000 amateur fights and was elite and won, th- won this many, this competition, these games, this, this medal at the Olympics, then... We don't need them in with tomato cans. And again, nope. we don't like talking that way, but Danny Dingham's a tomato can. Sure. So we need more more Xanabek. Let's move on to Tank Davis, Roly Romero. Our predictions were, your prediction was Tank by death. My prediction was <laughs> a destructive knockout in four. I said if it goes past two, it's a bad look for Tank. I stand by that. It's a worse look that it went by t- six. I don't think Tank looked good until he, until Raleigh, 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 however you say that moron's name, walked right into that. Yeah. To that Tank, Tank, was, Tank was setting traps. I was talking to uh, our friend, friend of the show, uh, Craig Ahead, Craig Satari, about this. And one of the things with Tank that is going to be detrimental when he steps up against these other 35 pounders. If you look at the body style of these other 35 pounders, they're long and lean, right? Tank is a short, fast twitch muscle guy. He yep. can't fight with a lot of activity through each round. Certainly not through an entire fight, right? He's got to have his explosive spots, right? Tank has to pick his spots to conserve his energy. 
And that's what he was doing here. The other thing, too, is Roley is a big, awkward SOB. You know what I mean? For that weight. Yeah, you know? he is. He He's is. a and, and, and he can crack. So you don't want to get caught by a guy like Roley. My I have was a, okay. Was okay. the fight close? <clears throat> uh, yeah, but Tank was trying to walk him into shot. Tanks has a much higher ring IQ um, than Roley. And he finally did walk him into a shot. And this is going to sound out. egotistical, but when I know someone's getting sparked out, when I say no, I mean, no, I'm not scoring it. So through six, score. I wasn't scoring it. It was eye test stuff. If if if, if you were, obviously, he, he folded him in the six. Let's just say the six counted. If right. someone had a 3-3, three, three, I, I saw people giving Raleigh Romero rounds on Twitter. You Me know, too. I, I didn't so score it. That, well, that's why I'm saying, like, <clears throat> For a fight like that, I didn't. I I expected it to be for how long it lasted. Close until it wasn't. I I, I didn't. I'd three. I, if you had a three two either way through five, you're right. That's yeah, my opinion. I, if you I, had a like three, I said, two I, either I, way. I'm I'm with you, buddy. I I wasn't scoring the shit. Yeah. Um. So I I t- think you. Was, go ahead. I think you and many pundits and. Experts and fighters, whether active or former fighters, mm-hmm. are giving too much leeway uh, to Tank and giving too much credit to Raleigh for being, I'm doing the air quotes now, but you guys can't see me because this is a podcast. Air quotes, too much credit for being awkward. It's like you guys are calling him like you're treating him like he's fucking Emmanuel Burton. Nah. Okay, I'm not treating him like he's Emmanuel and, Burton. I and just... real awkward guys that stink. There's just ways to deal with them, man. And it's very there is, but it does take time, especially for a guy like Tank. Who? Okay, let's 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 call. Let's you call and this it what correct. It is. This they, correct. They were incredibly inactive, both guys. Over the course of the first three or four rounds. Well, I chalk that up to being like, I know you can crack in the other guy's mind. I know you can crack. Uh, that was so fair enough. Fucking brutal. It was brutal. Dude. Visually. So the only the only thing that that you know what that struck me as? Do you remember? You remember David Hay, Nikolai Valuev, how bad that fight was? I I think I think David Hay threw 12 punches around in that fight. I do. People. He almost he like basically ruined his career. Yeah, with that fight. But he's also a very fought a lot like tank explosive, right? Explo- well, he, he had a seven foot guy in front of him. I know with, but, a, with a mutant's head. And it, it, it and is different body. in my opinion. Yeah, it is different in my opinion. It still was just it was just a brutal. No, no, no. Brutal. Regardless, yeah, I'm brutal. saying I he could have just boxed him and he could have threw more punch. He tried. And I remember he tried with value of you remember he was trying to lure him into the ropes and value was like, no. Yeah, no it wasn't there. he was throwing was that weird giant jabby. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> nah, mute. he was a mute. He's a fucking bear. He's a, yeah. he's a, that guy is part bear. Yeah, he's part woolly mammoth. We should he's got that like on. he's got that. Uh, the the underdeveloped cranium where he looks like the on the yeah. evolutionary scale. Bro, he looks like the one before Magnet man. Yeah, he's he a pro mag. He is. What was it? Remember that? Remember those commercials with the fucking with cavemen, the Geico? Yeah, cavemen? Geico. Yeah, they had a TV show. Yeah, it made like two episodes. <laughs> it was so bad. 
Um, I feel I, I feel like there's a lot going on here. I feel like in general, take a bit. Uh, uh, I'm zooming out. Okay. A, a, a lot too much of, of the boxing community is giving Tank too much leeway, too much credit. The, there's some real funny talk of he's the best at 35, he's the man at 35 talk, which is can I can, can I can I pipe it, up? Please, because it's funny and it's it's really disrespectful. All right. Um I'm just gonna make a prediction. I want okay, it's episode 32. Oh, so, well, according to you, but you never know what you're doing. We could be on 49. I say it in Spanish, bro. So that means it's uh, it's it's, it's that's it's, what that's the stamp. That's the stamp. You understand? Yeah. So I understand. I, just because I send an email privately to you that you air out my my uh, mm-hmm. my cut and paste. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. In the next 18 months, if Tank fights top flight 35 pounders, he loses. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. So guys, market. What do you balls. do if, when? What do you do? Tank when loses your partner, one, of his, one of his next two fights. What do you do when your partner makes a bold decision, right? Mm-hmm. All for himself, and you take some of the luster away from it by agreeing with him. Oh, you just agree with me? I, I, I think. I think eight, if he 18 fights eighteen months, I think if he fights three, thirty-five pounders. Real ones. Uh, top five. We're saying he's top five, not a blown up guy from 26. It was a champion in 2016. Uh-huh. Right. Top five real current. guys. Current. I'll include. How about this for the fucking sake of it? If at the end of the 18 months, that last fight is a, a Shakur that goes up to 35. I think he loses that fight. And let me tell you, I something, think guys. if Shakur goes up tomorrow. To 35, he beats Tank. I think Shakur thinks that, too. I think that's the fight Shakur is going to go after if he moves up. We also have to... If he can. I'm thinking now ESPN, PBC. Here's the problematic thing with our prediction. Is that... If we we talk about... We talked... We touched on it on the show. I went... I deep-dived into it on Twitter. And that is... That there's this myth that 147 is 10 to 15. Oh, yeah. It's when nice. it's top heavy with two guys and three, if you count boots, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, then, then you got three if we're counting boots. And we just cannot sing boots praises enough, even when there's nothing to talk about right. with boots. We still talk about them. We're talking right. about them now because how good he is. So if you want to throw him in there, because right, guys, of how good this we think also, he is. Guys, this was also. Vinny and I, if you asked us six months ago, Josh Taylor was going to settle in at that division. Virgil Ortiz was supposed to. We don't know what the fuck happened to him. He's on a goddamn milk carton. You know what I mean? Uh, and and Steve Kim gonna... told me in August it's locked. Virgil Ortiz. Yeah, it's locked at 47. Yes. OK. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's at 40. He had that thing. Yeah. That thing with Tootie. That thing with Tootie. Yeah. Tootie, I Tootie. talked about Virgil Ortiz. Um, being MIA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And Steve Kim gave me, he actually gave me the date. Okay. Um, well, so it's, it. yeah, yeah. I'm excited because um, I like him. August 6th. When we first started the show. 
We we August use 6th, our babe. fighter to watch. August sixth well, at welterweight. Virgil. David Avanes, how do you say that, it? The, yeah, the, that's who he's fighting? Yeah. All right, that's a good fight. Yeah. Um, I always... Uh, oh, I see it right here. Avanesian. David Avanesian, yeah. Virgil Ortiz, August 6th. All right. So it, it appears to be a welter. So he's... Well, he's that, should, that should have been on our news. It should have been, but it, it, it was. Because I, we, got it, we got it out before the show, and we go. which is a good thing. Um, I really want to see him, man. That kid can fight yeah. David Avanesian. Yeah, he um, can. So we'll see. And then he'll be back in our discussions because we were high on him when the sure. show started. I mean, honestly, he's got a he's got a good resume for a 24-year-old kid. I think he's got 18 wins with all those 18 knockouts. Yeah. And Am he's I beaten, wrong there? Yeah, Mean Machine, Mo Hooker, Sammy yeah. Vargas. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's fu- he okay. so bro. Look at the look at those three wins. Look at his age, and we're talking about Tank being a. Uh, this is another more air quotes. A three time division champion, right? Tank's like, fighting on, the same. Man. He's fighting the same level of competition. He's the three time division, and he's four years older. Yeah, come on, man. And he's come been on. on the scene since he was like twenty one. So let's go, baby. Younger. Let's go, Tank. Yeah. All right, congratulations, Tank. You beat up a, a, a Forrest Gump. Um. I, I'm In taking shot. Shoes. I'm taking shots at you at this correct for making excuses for Tank. Thinking this rally's so awkward that he should have he should have sparked him out in two. Um, right. And uh, you, you, have a, you, know, you, you have a high bar. I said four. He did it in six, and, got, and he didn't look and he didn't look good doing doing it. We got a big fight uh, this weekend. We do. We we got we we got we got a, honestly we got a couple, but we got a big fight for all the marbles. And, all the marbles, baby. Um, look, b- b- before we get into Cambosis Haney, I have a, a. I'd like to make a comparison. Okay, that's mm-hmm. all right with you. Go ahead. Uh, would you agree that Zab Judah was a great fighter, who at times, whether it's because him being a head case or whatever other reasons we don't know, just wouldn't show up sometimes. Yes. This guy loses to Caldo, uh, Carlos Baldemir for all the marbles. I know. Baldemir um, fucking spaghetti like them. He correct. lost to Corey Spinks and then came back and the, stopped him. The whole joke was focus Zeb. And he yes. came back and, and you know, I'm f- <laughs> a focus Zeb. Remember, that was the, always the, yeah. like the, the trope. A focus Zeb. I, 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 it, it's a trope that I stand by. Yeah. I have no idea what his career. He had a really, really good career. I have no idea. Yeah, he he underestimated Castillo. Yep, I got yeah, parked. And got, I, yeah. I, I don't know what his career would. I, I, I look at his career as very good. I Absolutely. don't know what what it would have been if the trope was applied for right. him being focused for every one of those fights. I'd like to compare. Uh, the Carlos Baldemir win over Zab for all the marbles when Carlos Baldemir was the lineal, real ring magazine welterweight champion only to be knocked off by Floyd in the next one in in in, in uh, one of the easier fights of yeah. Floyd's career. Also very boring. Very um, boring, but I don't know that you could, I don't know that Baldemir won a minute, let alone no. a round. 
I was at the so, bout when Balvin <laughs> beat uh Gotti. Yeah. I was at that fight. Ugh. That was yeah, sad. That was, that was sad. I think he knocked him out in the 10th, stopped him. But hey, I have to look it up. I'd like to compare, and this is something that you can bookmark and call me an idiot in, in a couple of years. I look at Cambosis's win over Teofimo Lopez the same way I look at Baldemir's win over Zab. I don't think highly of him. Here's my biggest problem about what we're about to get into. I don't think highly of Devin Haney. You're going to have to carry this and walk me through it. Uh, two guys that are fighting for all the marbles. Yeah, but I don't think highly of Devin Haney. I will say this. The lineal belt. The real you're the real undisputed guy that we're going to know this by Sunday within a couple of days of you guys who are listening our our loyal listeners that we love. We're going to know who the man is at 135. And guess what? I don't think he's the best guy at 35. I think the guy fighting in the Ukraine is the best guy at 35. OK, so what do you do with this information? Walk me through it. B. Let's walk through it. Well, I don't. I think Cambosos fought the fight of his life against Teofimo Lopez. I just, um, I, Haney makes, I, I, first of all, I think Haney has a suspect chin, doesn't carry a lot of power. Um, I've heard he kills himself to make 35. Um, there's a lot of cards stacked against him. His father, who I guess caught a charge like 20 years ago. And I it, I think that's really, really unfortunate and foul of them not letting Bill Haney in there. And yeah. this is coming from someone who's not a fan of him. I'm not a fan of Bill Haney. Right. I um I don't know what to deal with Australia is, but apparently I, I, I do. And, and it's brutal. Yeah, they don't. They're, I, I, I don't understand. I have Aren't they a penal colony? Yes, I mean, and they fucking they're all don't, criminals. They're all much criminals. love to our, yeah. our uh, I, look, I I have some questionable things in my past and they did not make it easy for me to go there and tour. Um, look, so he's not going to have his dad. He's not going to have his other the other trainer. I speaking of Jab, Zab Judah, isn't Yoel Judah going there with him? Yes. Yoel Judah is going to train him. Now, let me ask you yes. this. This is going to sound silly. But it is 2022. Hey, before we continue on, can I just shout out two two people in Australia that I have mad love for and listen to the show, and they're they're high level boxing people. Uh, my man Marcos Amado, he's a trainer, amateur and pro. Uh, he he's a, he's a head coach out of Boxing Victoria. Okay. Uh, he's an amateur and pro coach, Peninsula Boxing. Um, he trains a kid that I know um, through music. He's a fan. Um, my man, Jason, the warrior. <clears throat> I always say Watley, but I, it might be Waitley because it's W-A-H-A-T-E-L-E-Y. Um. He's IBF number 10, man. 10 and 0 with nine knockouts. Nice. Um, it's an IBF world title eliminator that uh that Jason's in coming up uh over there. Um 
these guys both listen. Um, oh. Marcus and I were talking about the fight. Um, because it's over there, you know? Yeah. So he was like, who do you got? We got to shout so out we, Shane, too. Yeah, Shane, who does our artwork, RC guy, boxing, MMA guy, loves hoops, too, which is great. And Shane sneakers. is the best. Yeah. Um, look, what, the reason I brought Marcus up is because he agrees with both of us, B, that that was the best performance that could possibly come out of that kid. Cambosis. Yes, in that yeah. fight against Teo. So, it's weird. I, I liked... Okay, I'm, I know. I'm gonna, I, I know what I, you're going to say. I liked Cambosos at first. He I really is did. a jerk. <laughs> yo, this guy is a fucking douche canoe. He but, is. Yo, oh, it's bad. He, he wears gloves and sunglasses inside. He does. I who the? Uh, okay, whatever. I I don't need to go. But it, I mean, I, he is nails on it. Also, it's a simple question like, "What's your favorite color?" And he'll be like, "Well." What you don't realize is that I've my entire life I've thought about colors, colors in the sky, on the floor. Here, is this your, sh- is this your shut Aussie the ac- fuck up. Why does your Aussie yeah. accent sound like you're from London? It doesn't sound like I'm from London, mate. It's 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 not from London. Mm-hmm. No, that's from London. Now you got me all fucking confused. Sorry, fuck sorry. Up. You're sorry, fucking sorry. me up. I'm my fucking apologies. I'm making fun of fucking George Cambosos. Please get back to that incredible Bro. spot on. Never mind. Down on the accent. He just doesn't answer a fucking it's it's this. You could you can see the interviewers falling asleep. It's like, George, he just asked you a simple question. What the fuck are you doing? He's terrible. He's off. I will say this. Devin Haney. All he does is a Floyd impression. When you hear this guy talk, it's just Floyd 2.0. You know what I mean? Devin Haney at that first press conference. Made him likable to me because because Cambos is, so un- is such a blowjob. I, I then okay, I'm like so- I'm like wait am I now rooting for Haney because he would just simple stuff like Cambosis didn't bring the belts right and Haney's just like my man the press is here we're fighting for all the marbles you didn't bring the belts you're a bozo right. like you're- just that s- simple react knee jerk reaction was better than all of the. The, right. the the histrionics the yeah the of, contrived of cambosis the contrived Ugh. bullshit i do pop for him calling haney a rat and i didn't understand why do you yeah it's fucking <laughs> stupid no i do too i do too now but it popped did it yeah it's like that's he it, said yeah. he said that haney, haney was dming him things about tail like yeah. yo he, he's do, he's the xyz he's xyz He's having trouble with his wife. He's da 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 da. da. So I just I just, calling someone a rat in 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 our, our vernacular world is not that is, is is no. But I'm saying calling someone a rat in our world is like that's you can't say that. Right, right, right. Like if you say that, you better have paperwork mm-hmm. from where me and you were from. Right. It, what's what's funny to me is it's like what jo- George doesn't realize is well. Oh, I just want to point out this. I, I commend Haney's bravery. This is most guys would have pulled out of this fight. You got to go across the world. Your dad and your trainers aren't going to be there. There's a lot going against him, man. Right. He's on someone else's turf. 
He's going to have to fight at like three o'clock at whatever fucking six o'clock in the morning. What time are they going to fight? Our no, like early afternoon, no, early afternoon for them on Sunday will be night for us. Saturday night for us. Okay. So he's fighting in the day there, you know, and all he, right, I, all right. it's I, I can look, there's some things I can speak to that a lot of people can't. Bro, that flight. There when I came home from the tour, OK, so that's uh-huh. not that's not applicable because he's not coming home from the fight. He's there. I'm telling you, B, it took me a month to get my feet, my legs back on. Jesus, I've heard people say that. So and this Nick- is years ago, bro. I wasn't the age I'm now. Right. I was in like my prime. You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. at my prime physically and all that. And I don't mean physically in my prime in my shape. I was in terrible shape. But I mean, my my, you know, it's as far as what you consider. Oh, yeah. A guy's physical prime is what? Right. 28 to 32 or something like that's yeah. the age I was right when I was there. That flight destroys you. I needed right. days to get my feet under me when I got there and I wasn't fighting. I was performing, but I wasn't fighting. Right. You know, we do 67 minute sets and I was off like, like, you know, wonky. Right. Um, the, on the way home, he doesn't have to worry about it because he could just sleep it off. You know what I mean? He right. doesn't got to get back to the gym right away. But I want to say you're right. The bravery is there. His father not going, I think that's fucked up. I think it's fucked up with the government. I think it's fucked up. I believe in second chances. I believe in third chances. What, um, do you, what were the charges anyway? I honestly don't know. And unless it was a violent crime, I, I, I don't mean, even know a, why they're bothering. Right. It was a long time ago. Anyway, um, so with that said, so I listen. I, I don't, one thing you didn't add, B. You didn't add to the to the list of things. You and I don't see him as someone that can pop. So that's man. another thing. Yeah. Yes, I think he's got a he's got a. Remember those? We just spoke of one. Remember those Floyd shutouts where if you fucking hated Floyd, you were like, "This shit was boring," but he won every minute of every round. Yeah, I think he's got to pitch one of them. Okay, I think he can. I'm picking um, him. I'm picking him to win. Hey, look, I, when you don't think highly of guys, it's I don't. You almost have to, bro. Like, as a friend, you almost have to tell me what to do here. Because what do you do when you think people are so so deeply flawed as fighters? I, I, I think not I as think people. What do you what did you do? What do you do? I think Haney's going to keep him at the end of his jab, uh, like he does. Um, I think he's faster than him. He's longer than him. Uh, I think. I think Teofimo Lopez was faster than him. I think uh, he was. I don't think Teofimo Lopez was and is much bigger than all these guys. Yep. Um. So. Good point. No, it, it, I don't know that it's a good point because we both agree that it's the best that kid ever looked and will ever looked and right. fought the fight of his life. And that happens. It happens. These a lot of guys who fight at a certain level have this one fucking performance in them, right? You know, and it's enough to get yeah, the Camposis boxing world talking. Is a big guy. He's actually he's bigger than Haney. He's an inch taller than Haney. I take that back. Campos. Haney's um. Haney's got a longer reach though. He's long. Hey yo. Yeah. Hey yo. I mean, yeah, five, nine and a half, put him at five, ten is fucking huge for the lightweight. That's Cambosis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's um, a big guy. He, he hurt Teo 
Um, but he he doesn't really have power. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not no. gonna base him dropping tail. Um, look, he, he prior to that he eked eked by Mickey Bay and Lee Selby, man. Who, 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 do with that information with what you want to. Um, I, look, are we making picks, B, with how this is gonna happen? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna pick Haney. If Haney wants to win, <laughs> it's a funny thing to say. For, I'll take that. I'll reword that. For Haney to win, he has to win every minute of every round. Pitch a Floyd-esque shutout. You think he can. I think he can't. I think he wins handedly. I'm talking 8-4. And gets rubbed. 9-3 and gets hosed. Uh, see, I don't. Okay, I don't. I think we're texting. I, 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 would, I would while they're tabulating. Well, they're tabulating the cards. Vinny, we're texting just, each other. I Australia wants fights like this there, right? I don't think they're gonna let that happen. I'm having faith in that. The the Jeff Horn Pacquiao card scorecards are not talked about enough. There are people. Don't ask me where they got this from that say stop calling that a robbery <clears throat> horn did good work and it was close mm. that fight wasn't close wasn't that close jeff horn manny pacquiao in australia wasn't close mm. jeff horn fans i didn't know that there were jeff horn fans and other people that aren't aussie and aren't jeff horn fans they're just boxing people will point out things that he did that, that he didn't do to me to validate that as not being a robbery. Um, look, I, the, it's at a stadium. Um, this is huge fight. This is a huge fight. Uh-huh. Look, how many bad decisions come out of Texas? And how yeah. bad is that commission? And how corrupt are is it? And how bad are people like Lawrence Cole? And what has that done to stop fights from being held there? Right. Well, I, money talks. Yeah, I mean, it also having all the belt books. So uh, Cambosis winning a huge upset talked and Devin was willing to take the, you know, and Loma were both willing to go there. So, all right. Well, you're picking an upset. I'm. I'm going to say Haney beats him, and they get it right on the cards. UD. I think Haney wins. Uh, relatively easy. And gets host. All right. There's a rematch clause for both guys in Australia. So this is happening twice, regardless. If so, I don't like that at all. It's happening twice regardless in Australia. I don't like well, how- No, I don't think, no. Oh, so Haney has a rematch clause if he loses? I'm For what, the WBC? You. I'm asking you. Mm. I don't know. I thought Cambosas <laughs> had a rematch. They have a rematch clause 
if, for Cambosis losing in Australia. If, in Australia, right. If you're so, right, so if they, you're right and Cambosis wins, I love that because the next fight should be great. It could be Lomachenko. No. If Haney beats Cambosis, Haney has to fight Cambosis again in Australia. Correct. If Cambosis wins, he doesn't have to do that. Correct? He or doesn't incorrect. have to. No, he doesn't have to fight Haney again. Right. No, yeah, he could defend in Australia. Against Lomachenko in the fall Maybe. or something. Yeah, we don't know where he's at right. with his life and boxing, not just boxing, his life. Right now, he's over there fighting in some right, battalion. So, so that's our picks. B thinks that, that, that this kid is going to a boxing lesson and gets the and, and the cards are good. Yeah. Um, I, I, look, I'm going to. I think Cambosis is believing his own, you know, what do they say? What's that term? Believe your own hype? Yeah, believing his own hype. Uh, he, he is, clearly. He wears gloves inside. Yeah, Paul, I'm not picking him to win because he's good. I'm picking him to win because do you think of he actually cards. like, you know, he always wears glasses. Like, yeah. do you think he actually needs them? He probably doesn't. I don't know. Those are probably just like, what are those? No prescription glasses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, dude. Yeah. I don't like Haney either, though. Neither do I. I fucking started this by saying, what am I supposed to do here? I don't what like am I supposed guys. to do here when I don't think these guys, I don't like them and I don't think they're. It's great. I don't, like, I don't like the cut of their jibs. Neither do I. All right. Uh, All right. Kenichi Ogawa, Joe Cardona for Agawa's IBF junior lightweight on the zone. I'm assuming is that over there and it's during the day? I yeah, hope. it's a, that's a little day side action on the zone. If you guys are interested. Yeah. Ogawa's good. Yeah. yeah. Ogawa's good. I think this is going to be a walkover. Hopefully it's not. And we get one of those afternoon upsets, you know, that you can tune in later and watch uh but mo- I, p- I put it on here because i figured most people would 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 ignore it yeah i mean look i mean people in the afternoon that love to watch hoops college football football right. well, why not watch some boxing you know what i mean a long day of boxing i'm picking ogawa me too by ko ko look uh, one of our guys our two guys uh that were that whose praises we've sung on this show. You guys want to kill us for talking about uh, Boots Ennis. Another guy you might want to kill us about talking about and singing his praises is cool boy Steph Bolton. Yo, I Philly love his own. Let me, um, yo, guys, let's. Okay, Steph. Steph Fulton is, I think, twenty-eight. <laughs> Vin, can uh-huh. you can you look him I up am, real I'm quick? I'm looking up now. Yeah, he has one of the most competitive resumes. Of anybody. Okay, we're gonna call him one of the younger guys, but he's kind of he's been around, he's just really coming into his own. He is not celebrated enough, Stephen Fulton. This he his, his la- including Daniel Roman. He's 27 last- years old, two divisions, 20 wins. Here's why before B, B finishes, it's because he doesn't have tank type power. Right. But Fulton, his last five opponents, including Crazy. Roman. Who has, who has Roman, who has three losses, only have five losses amongst the last five opponents. The majority of them were undefeated champions. Brandon Figueroa was undefeated. Right. Roman's got three. Angelo (laughs) Leo was undefeated. Right. Three early losses. This guy, Fulton, is fighting killers every time out. Tune into this fight, guys, on Showtime. Again, Paulo, Paulo Sambanda, who we fought a couple fights back, only had two losses, two losses. And then Roman's got three. 
a great uh, early, early, you know, early. Danny Roman is no joke. No joke. So, guys, tune into this fight. I'm picking Fulton by decision. Um, Cool boy, Steph Brandon Figueroa, possible fight of the year. Right. Was up there. Was up. And this is this is the fight he's taking after that. Yes. You could, you, you, you know, historically, a tough fight for a strap. You're allowed a gimme. Nah, this, this kid's not doing it. Um, I'm picking Fulton by decision. Um, I think, I think, I think Cool Boy outboxes Roman. Um, I think it's going to be a fun fight, but I think cool you want to talk, guys, you want to talk old school Benny Briscoe type skills. I'm not talking about punching power at all. I'm talking about being a cutie. Yeah. Um, Philly shell that you guys hear a lot about, but people misuse it. Um, defensive responsibility. Work on the inside because, guys, don't look at 20 wins. Yo, he might knockouts. be my favorite fighter. Look, man, it's like Boots and him. Are, are... No, I, you know what? Yo, I'm a Steph Fulton's my favorite fucking fighter, bro. That's my favorite I, fighter. I, right I wish I could say I you're love, crazy. Lo- I love I that. I wish cat. I could say you're crazy. I love that cat. If you're talking about, if you're talking about unheralded guys, it goes boots, then cool boy Steph for me. So right. I'm one different than you. I'm That's, one off. Yo, th- Steph's my you know, man. Again, I, I'm yo. talking unheralded. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if you're yeah. talking overall, I'm not going to go there. No, yo, um, I'm telling you right now, this kid is a world champ. He's my favorite fighter. He's my favorite Guys, fighter. In if boxing. you didn't watch it, watch Cool Boy Steph Brandon Figueroa. Watch that inside work. Watch that outside work. Watch the footwork. Watch watch, it, watch the real grip. close on the inside, ripping, ripping shots. Upper, uh, the Tyson combination, the hook to the body, the and then the uppercut. Uh, not to compare him to Tyson because there's nothing comparable other than that combination. But watch the Philly in him. Yeah. Watch the old Philly gym wars yep. that are legendary. Is, these kid, old kid guys. Is an animal. Matthew Saad, Muhammad, these, these guys who had this style that was very Philly-esque, and that's not really around anymore. B will attest to that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not it's, really. But you look at Philly guys, like a Danny Garcia, it's not there. Boots and Cool Boy Steph are throwbacks to 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. Jeff Chandler type guys, mm-hmm. um, Benny Briscoe type guys, um, t- just Jim War guys, cuties, slick shit, Bernard-esque, um, just stuff that's not taught in gyms other than this city, just great inside work, then he can fight from the outside. Imagine if this guy had power, B. You're talking yeah, about a oh, superstar. Absolutely. And as far as and he should concerned. be a star regardless. Yeah, he by is, the way. He's he's a superstar in my eyes. Um but hey, that, with a 40% KO ratio, B. It's, tough. it's hard it's to get sell. It's hard to sell people. Man. And he's a little guy, a junior featherweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, guys, keep an eye on that fight. I really want to hear your thoughts on Steph Fulton. Um, on the undercard of that is uh David Morell, Calvin Henderson. Uh Morell is really being heralded as like the next big thing at super middleweight storied amateur career. Um, he defected from Cuba. Um, so keep an eye on him. It, you know, uh, it's he beat Atlantis Fox. Uh, he beat Mario Cazares. Uh, and this is with six fights. This, this is, is six, fight. six fights, guys. So fighting Atlantis Fox in your six fights in, in, in your six fight 
a guy with 33 fights and only three losses. Yeah. Um, you know, tall guy. Yep. Tall, tall rangy guy. Tall range. <laughs> strong. Six, bro, you're <laughs> fighting a six four guy. You fought at light middleweight. Middleweight. Yeah. Uh, look, man, that's monstrous. Right. That's and uh, look, Morel's the, the these Cuban guys, man. They're no fucking joke. Right. Um. You you guys. You know. If you listen to this show. If you're bothering listening to a boxing podcast, it's because you know your shit. You know th- this Cuban style, but guess what? B, like earlier, we talked about Mexican style, Mexican style, Mexican style, and people who have sort of bucked that trend. Yep. You got David Morrell with five knockouts in six oh, yeah. fights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, guy, he can you know there were guys who were pity pat. Right. He uh, can bang. Earlier, when you would hear Cuban style. Yeah, he pity can pat. He's, you know, a, he's, a, he's a big boy, too. He's 6'1". Yeah, um, usually yeah, he'll super, be filling out. Probably yeah. end up at seventy five. He's because he's only twenty four. He's twenty four. Right. Yeah, I don't know much about Calvin Henderson. If I'm just, I have got to be. Um, there's not much. There's not much to know. Uh, I'm thinking we're going to see a knockout here. That's what this is designed for. So tune mm-hmm. in. Keep an eye on Dave Morrell. They're going to fast track him. He's yeah. one of the names guys being thrown around for Benavid in the mix now. For mm-hmm. Benavidez, for Plant, for Charlo. This will be his seventh fight. I say by his tenth, he's yeah. fighting one of these guys that we or did somebody not, we know. for a world title. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a- after this fight, he'll fight an ex champ or like a. I know you're gonna hate this name. I think they'll do what they did for Benavidez with Lemieux in oh. in Morel's next fight. Okay, a faded ex champ. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, guys, again, uh, how about but, this? Be an Edison Miranda type. Yeah. One of those I, type I of guys. Yeah. A name, a, a name, tough test a guy who had some wins. Horse. Yeah. yeah a one horse. of those guys next. So, guys. Also, watch this mi- kid. Right. Watch him. But be mindful, guys. We got we're going to have ESPN and Showtime competing, which is fucking annoying for us. Yeah. So, I, don't know I think the move are- is to DVR Showtime and watch it after. That's that's my suggestion. Is you to could, watch. You could do what I do. Watch it simultaneously. Yeah, this sick maniac's got a phone, a computer, a TV, three things. Yeah. It's, or, it's ridiculous. I'm like a fucking sports book who doesn't gamble. Yeah, or he's ridiculous. What you guys could do is do what I do. Watch it all at once so you don't miss it because I, I don't. And then watch it again after everybody falls asleep and you had a couple of beers. And, then, wa- ta- and then watch it again in the morning. I'm going to make him take a picture of his setup <laughs> and we're going to tweet it. Uh, uh, tweet it and uh, put I, it on IG stories because it's it's he's a, a sick man. There's a phone. There's a, a laptop. There's a, t- a, a what about a when I'm driving when I'm driving and I put the phone if I if I'm not home for like the day side fights or even if I'm out, I have the phone like, you know, like where the speedometer is on your car. Yeah, I mean, his oldest daughter setting a fire. He's watching the I just the, the zone her, yeah, day I, fights, I, bro. She's fine. I give her a pack of cigarettes, some lead paint. Shop yeah, objects. play with. I'm yeah, like, some oh, paint I, chips. I'm like, have at it. A Rambo. That's it. Usually I just throw a pork chop and put some water in her dish and she's fine. Tie her up to the I tie her up to the radiator. And she's yeah, all, she's sure. All, all right. Let's <laughs> talk about a huge fight for boxing people <laughs> before I get uh, in a way. Nonito Donaire too on a Tuesday guys in Japan for all the marbles. At guys. Bantam, a great fight at an awful <laughs> time. I don't know what to tell you guys because I'm a sick animal. I'm who, watching because it. my job is uh, very. <clears throat> what 
what you call it, unconventional. It's going to be early in the morning on Tuesday. I'll be up. I don't go to, I go to bed late, late, late morning. Wait, is that, is that what it's going to be? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> you're going to be getting up for work. You're going to have to be in the truck watching this. I'm going to be in my truck watching this. You're going to crash into some guy on Long Island while you're watching this. Long fight. Island. <laughs> Look, after Donair lost to Inouye, he went on a fucking tear and had another career renaissance. Yeah, I do say another because this is his third. Yeah, this is the this the, he was written off twice before, and then yep. the third after anyway. Um, I look, man, a, a, a Hollywood story is Nonito Donaire winning this fight. I just think it's too much. He fractured Inouye's orbital right when they fought. Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. So, okay, hail mary here. Don't don't hurts him again. But Vinny, ultimately, I agree with you. I think he's this- turning forty this year, guys. Let me tell you something. He's gotten back down at these weights, guys. Forty is, is like when Bernard was fighting in his fifties, and I'm yeah. not exaggerating. No, you're not. He's thirty nine in and November. He turns forty. Like I don't know how he's- he makes that weight. He's, he's five six. He went up to feather. He started right. fly. Look, he's um, big for these for these little, you know, um, friend of mine talks about who's who's our age because Donaire is our age. When they were at the Nationals uh, and Donaire was first coming on the scene as an amateur, they kind of kept him quiet. Everybody yeah. knew his his brother, Glenn. Right. But nobody knew Nanito. Yeah. And they 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 said this kid was flying around the ring. In warmups, mm-hmm. you know, flashing his jab, you know yeah. what I mean? Throwing laser pinpoint combinations, lightning fast combos. Who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. You know, and it was they thought it was like like a, like an elementary school kid, like like one of those prodigies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And he was like 17 years old. I think he won his first national title when he was 17. And um, here we are now, you know, 22 years later, 23 years later, and he's. Vinny, it's all the marbles. At Look, he fought. He was start. He, he was he was he was thirty seven. I was a couple days away from his thirty seventh birthday when he fought. Anyway, in Japan, and for all the marbles, then lost the UD. Comes off of that, wins the uh, BC bantamweight title against Nordin Ubali. Mm-hmm. Then in his last fight, and starches him by the way. And for in his last fight, he fights Raymar Gabayo, who can fight to retain. And now he's getting he does all that to get the rematch for anyway. Yeah. Again in Japan. Look, he's gonna be 40, you know, in a few months. I just think, look, you know, there's been undefeated people, but there's under father time is undefeated. Right. Um I just don't know how he makes the weight. And for you guys, also gotta remember for years, he doesn't really have a trainer either. He kind of trains himself. Trains himself. Yeah, his wife is manager. His wife or his wife manages and trains him. He was training via Skype with Robert Garcia for years. You know, just training via Skype. Yeah. Just set the shit up and then Garcia would tell you know tell him what to work on or whatever. It's strange, unconventional. He makes it work. I was gonna touch on that before, real quick. Uh Haney and Cambosis, would the commission allow like Bill Haney to Skype? They asked. They asked Bill Haney that at the Tank Raleigh fight. Okay. Jim Gray asked him, and he was like, fuck that Jim Gray. Yeah, fuck Jim Gray. 
and fuck what he said to Tank, which yeah. is really low class. Just fucking um, shut up. Bill Haney was like, I ha- I've been on Skype with him every day. We're trying to get that. I'm still trying to get over there. Now, okay. at this point, it's too late, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, we're recording on a Tuesday. <clears throat> you know, we know how long that flight is. Is it, is it last minute he shows up? I don't know. They were talking. Will he? Will he? Will they be able to have the, you know, an iPad or a phone ringside with Yoel, Judah, you know? Mm-hmm. And there and there wasn't an answer yet, oh. with it being a week away at the time. Um, uh, all right. So what do we think here? Hey, look. Anyway, uh, anyway, hurt people. I don't know that they forget. Maybe they do. It was two and a half years ago. Anyway, hurt and dropped Donaire in that fight. Oh yeah. And the fact that Donaire came back and fought hard and tough and to the end just says a lot about the kid's medal yeah, yeah. um i don't know if he will retire if he loses uh because of this being held in japan because of press conferences being held in japan etc 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 b and i aren't seeing much here no nope. you know particularly I, I, not seeing it in english no and i can't because this crept up this fast I, I, I agreed but again two asian fighters we're not getting a lot of English coverage here. You know, we, nope. the, the, so I don't know if don't ask saying that if I win, I'll retire. If I lose, I'll retire, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think, I think in a way stops him. I agree. All right. In the seventh. I think he, sto- I think he stops him in the eighth. All right. So we're, we're pretty close. Yeah. Sorry guys. No argument. Um, yeah. On the um, 11th, Edgar Berlanga, uh, Romer Alexis Angulo. Uh, Angulo, at, Angulo's tough. Um, yeah, this is this is this is shit or get off the pot for Berlanga. If he looks like dog shit again, because he did look like dog shit his last few fights on ESPN, um, I have a feeling we're gonna see some uh, some shuffling in ESPN's plans with him, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, that's all, Berlanga. I mean, look, uh, as far as Angulo, his two losses are to Zordo yeah. and Benavidez. He's good. Uh, he went the distance with Zordo and with Benavidez. It, it was stopped in the 10th of 12. The guy's sturdy. Um, I believe that Berlanga is the biggest hype job in the sport. Not at this division, not at this weight not with this promotional uh, team being top ranked. I think the quest for the next reek and draw has become so, the scramble has become so desperate. Yeah. And Gulo's got 23 knockouts. He's Colombian. He might clip this motherfucker, yep. man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't know why Colombians and Argentinians can fucking crack. And Go back to Ricardo Torres with Cotto. Right, with Cotto. Go back to Edison. You talked about Edison Miranda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, a bomb, a nuclear bomb in his right. Right. So uh, Lucas Matisse from Argentina. Right. Maidana. Uh, Carlo, Matisse. Uh, Matisse. Matisse's yeah. brother who could crack. It wasn't great, but he could crack. Right. Right. They can uh, all fucking crack. And I remember... Bob Arum just taking a fucking greasy shit on Oscar. Carlos Manzon. Yeah, Manzon. 
when when uh when Maidana first came onto the scene and beat beat Victor Ortiz. Remember Ortiz quit, knocked mm-hmm. him down like mm-hmm. how, four four fucking times, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Bob Adam said, see, you know, in that stupid fucking raspy yeah. voice. Like, Oscar doesn't know shit about promotion. You don't take your star and put him in there against an unknown Argentinian. Doesn't he know they can all fucking crack? Of course mm-hmm. he doesn't know because he doesn't mm-hmm. do his research. Mm-hmm. It was like, like a great, you know, Bob soundbite just taking a jab at fucking at, uh, at Oscar and Golden Boy. He's like, but anyway, w- with that said, this should be interesting. Uh, you know what? I think for longest time is up. I'm going to, I'm picking, I'm going to pick Angulo. I'm a knockout. I'm not, but I'm picking a disaster of a win. Fair enough. Meaning he gets dropped or hurt. Looks like shit exposed. If we don't already think he was, you know, Um, unlike other people, you and I believe you can be exposed in a win. You know, yeah. other yeah. people don't believe that you and I do. I'm, and I'm I going out on right. a ledge here. I'm picking Angulo. I, 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 I wish I could say you're crazy, but this kid's this kid is a knockout waiting to happen. A hype job waiting to be exposed. I believe he'll be exposed and somehow get the nod uh, in either a bad performance, a bad card. Um, yeah. You know, he gets knocked down twice and gets a split decision type thing, you know? Okay. Uh, a, a mess, a mess of a win. And then what do you do? You know, then right. what do you do with with an undefeated guy who's perceived to be this devastating puncher? Because we, we both know in with real guys at 68, he's fucking chowder. OK, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think with six fights, David Morrell puts him on a stretch. I, I don't think we'll ever see a David Morrell, Edgar Berlanga fight. I don't think. Uh, yeah, because you don't think it gets there. I don't think it gets there. And yeah, you know, it's a shame, too, because I saw him in 2018 at the King's Theater in Brooklyn, and I was like, this Berlanga is amazing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was the, the, the pageantry when he came out. Um, he was the headliner. Uh, Junior Union was on that card. I'm friends with people in his camp, so I was there. Uh, whole bunch, right after my first daughter was born, my wife was there. A bunch of us went. The shitload of us at that at that show and we were like who, who this guy's this is incredible yeah and he kind he kind of plateaued you know yeah and yeah he did plateau yeah plateaued. so all right i'm gonna pick angulo i like it hey i like uh, it before we get into viewer mail um i wanted to just shout some local guys out if you don't mind um of course i did my aussie shout outs yeah the uh so Brent shout Wood. out Craig ahead too. Yeah, always shout out Craig ahead. He's like Craig, Craig's. Craig, we got to have Craig on the show. We do. We got to have Craig on the show. Um, out here, Brentwood, Long Island is a story tradition. Uh, Buddy McGurk. Brothers from Brentwood, Long Island. Brothers Brothers from Brentwood, Brothers. Long Island. Brothers. Well, from Vin, Brentwood, Long Island. Vin, uh, one of Vinny's favorite rap groups. One of my favorite rap groups. BMD. <laughs> Craig Mack. Uh, but it has a storied boxing tradition. Um. The the Third Avenue wreck uh, in Brentwood is where Buddy McGirt came from. And it's one of the last like rec centers to continue and maintain uh, a boxing program. And uh, this guy, Abraham Medrano, uh, is he trains from there. He's actually from Central Isop, where my father's from. And but he trains at a Third Avenue wreck. And uh, hey, man, 
he just went on a run amateur. So right now, guys, the old Golden Gloves in New York is called Ringmasters. Okay. And if you win Ringmasters, you get a bid for the national championship. Na- uh, na- nationals. National, national championship. All right. So right now, he's got one, two, three, four, five guys all going to MSG vying for nationals. So it's uh, Armani Gaston, Joel Spence, Jacob Spence, Cassius Brooks, and Trayvon Jones. So I just wanted to shout those guys out, local guys. Um, I think it's June 16th, Ringmasters at MSG. You guys should go out there. If you're local, get tickets. Head over there. Uh, It's a great time. You see the amateurs put on a show. And a lot of, like, local fighters or former fighters are all there in the audience. If you guys are uh, autograph seekers or handshake seekers or now people, do people get autographs anymore, Vinners, or just a picture for the gram? (laughs) Mostly it's just when we were kids growing up, when we were kids growing up, it was, you know, you you had to get an autograph, right? That's how you prove that you met somebody. Now it's a, it's a selfie for Instagram. Um, Yeah. So if you guys are into that, go support the local guys. Ringmasters was suspended for a year due to COVID. Uh, came back last year, and um, these guys these guys put it all on the line for free, guys. They, these are, they're not getting paid, and uh, you may see the next star. So I want to shout out Brentwood, shout out Abraham Medrano. And brothers from Brentwood, Long Island. Brothers from Brentwood, Long Island. <laughs> One of the greatest B-sides of all time. Ever. Um, with that said, that brings us into viewer mail or listener mail. Yeah, viewer, viewer. What's this? You know why it's not viewer, man? Because you can't get. I can't get. I can't, I can't get my shit to work. It's you know you could pitch in here once in a while. I'm always carrying well, your water. Well, right? pitch in where? If we're fixing your computer. Why don't you set up the records? How is that going to help? Because you don't know how to do it. That's why. You don't know how to do it. Do you know how to do it? You don't. Know how to I, do don't. It. I don't. I don't. Exactly. Is that what you wanted to hear? Do you, you want to? I just, want you, I just want you to say I'm the talent. in front of the millions, <laughs> the millions. Uh, all right, J- <coughs> Jesse Acevedo. <laughs> excuse me. I'm about. To, <coughs> I think I'm having a relapse. Uh, got, Jesse, what do you got? Jaundice? <laughs> that, that, my, my, I think my corvitis came back. What is your head back? <laughs> my corvitis. Mm-hmm. It's like a boomerang. This COVID. Uh, every time I get rid of it, it comes back. Uh, hey, Jesse Acevedo. What's up, Jesse? Uh, he writes and says, hey, guys, thank you for the podcast. You're welcome. I appreciate how you love to share your knowledge of boxing. Also eager to hear, learn more about boxing. You guys are true scholars and students of the game. These guys are generous, Benny. Um, I enjoy your breakdowns and reasoning and how you incorporate historical information, too. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts about Gotti Ward as, as we hit the 20th, 20-year anniversary. That fight changed how I saw boxing became more than a sport for me. How do you remember that fight? He also goes on to say both of my grandfathers were boxers and I've come to appreciate the sport as a way to connect with my, to my family history. I'm a professor and I take notes on how you analyze the many facets of boxing in and out of the ring. Oh, no. The good work. Oh, no. Cheers. Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Listening to yeah, morons. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm very intimidated by this. Um, my thoughts about Gotti Ward. I got to say, um, Gotti Ward was incredible for the sport of boxing and was, a, was incredible for Arturo Gotti and uh, Mickey Ward's careers. Uh, so twofold. It got people interested who typically weren't. People want to see blood and guts. Um, and this, this, this gave it. 
Uh, and Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward both got uh, career, their careers resurrected. Don't forget, Ward, Correct. Was, yes. Ward was supposed to be a tune-up for Gotti. Um, and uh, he proved that he was more than just a, a, a body out there. Vinny? Well, like you said, with, with that supposed to be a tune-up, there's a lot of information that slid through the cracks in this historical fight. A, B is right, it was supposed to be a tune-up. B, prior to this, a couple fights before this, Gotti was written off again mm -hmm. until he got with Buddy McGirt and the Tehran Millet fight. Sort of people were like, oh, because Artur Arturo was a boxer when he's turned pro. Yeah. Then a brawler, you know, gotten all those wards, Ruelas, sure. Ivan Robinson, and Buddy got him boxing again. And mm -hmm. he, he did well, and there was a career resurgence leading up to this. And the first four rounds, Arturo was boxing pretty easily. Yeah. And like Arturo, he gets hit clean and hard and the switch goes off in his head. Um, as far as being a grown person, you know, I'm not talking about tape because we have access to it. Um, Ward Gotti won. I was at Ward Gotti two and three live. Ward Gotti won and Chico Corrales Castillo are the two best fights I watched as a as an, an adult. As, a, as an adult, yeah. Um, it's honestly to to answer this in deep dive, we could do a Ward Gotti show. Honestly, you know, and it yeah. could be a, a watch along. You know, yo, book um, that. <clears throat> yeah, let's do that. It would be amazing to do that. All uh, three fights. Look, uh, I had chills watching it. I got choked up watching it. I got choked up listening to how they talked about each other afterwards. <clears throat> uh, gentlemen, warriors. Um, it's there's something about a bloodbath that's fought on a high level. Because you will get these fights where dudes beat the shit out of each other, but the skill level isn't there. And make no mistake about it, while these guys aren't in uh, the pantheon of Floyd and Sugar uh, Ray Robinson and Henry Armstrong, these guys were very skilled at, at yeah, one good point. guys. Yeah. Um, Mickey Ward's hooked to the body. Arturo, when he boxed, uh, young Arturo's wins, Tracy Patterson, you know, Sometimes, man, the tail end of the career and the name value, you think of, oh, I, I total versus Floyd or something. Like, that's not the guy that, that I fell in love with. You know what I mean? That guy was a shell of his former self. Um, I hate to say there's so much to say it's deserving of a show, but there is. Right. But, you know, um, who they were as men, plays a big part of it for me you know i'm not speaking for the boxing fan mm -hmm. and the type of maniacs they were and the places they were willing to go um most guys aren't i'm sorry guys but they're not mm -hmm. um most guys aren't willing to go where those two maniacs went most don't have it they have the ticker that those two have buddy was ready to stop it yeah um it could have stop been it, baby. stopped it could have been stopped when it, when when Mickey had him pinned against 
the ropes and his head basically hit his back. Uh, it could have been stopped. Frank Cappuccino, one of the last of the, old the school, era yeah. of old school Dago guys, let someone die in here. Right, uh, right. That fight happens today. It probably gets stopped in six different places. Sure. Um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I do my best to watch it. I'd say a low end twice a year, a high end six times a year. Yeah, you can catch it, too, because it'll be on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just flip the channels. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, lucky for me, you know, I have everything on DVD. And what I don't have on DVD, I have on uh, Little Heart, like, thumb drives that I, I watch at the studio. Um, I try to watch Corrales Castillo anywhere on the low end from two, high end to six. Same with Ward Gotti. They're that mm. special. They're that special to me. Uh, again, similar to music and film, things have a lot to do with where you are at in your life. Right. So it's why I can watch a, a Graziano fight. It's why I can watch a Jake LaMotta fight and and love it and enjoy it. And the, there's not much footage of uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, but watch it and just be in awe. But I, I don't have a connection uh, culturally or, you know, personally, because there's a there's such a distance in it culturally. Right. And, you know, so those fights are super special to me. And I got to meet both of those guys and conversate with them. Um, Rocky Juarez. Uh, fought. It might have been. Uh, did he fight Gabriel Wallace, Rocky Waters, and AC? I got to speak to Arturo, um, like for a while that night. Uh, Jesus, the way girls swarmed around that guy. Oh, bro. Um, I can't even imagine. You know, it was. It was. It was. I basically had to, like, yo, man, I don't want to bother you any longer. Because right, there was right, like right. lines of girls, yeah, um, swarming. Uh, now, for some reason, I just I'm obsessing. I think it was Rocky Juarez, Gabriel Alex, who, but I'm thinking is was he have been too old? I think I'm I'm looking. I I don't think they fought. I. It's not showing his. It's stop. Maybe box rec won't. It's not. Um, sorry. It's all right. Guti Espadas. Oh, okay. I'm saying, yeah, Guti Espadas. So that was 2004 in AC in this really tiny room. I'd never been there before or after it. I don't know why mm. they held it in this room. Uh, Evander was there. It was Friday night fights. I, I told Brian Kenny, you need to put some product in his hand. It looked like straw. That's what you said to him? Yeah. And he says to my brother, you're going to let him talk to me this way? I was like, Kenny. <laughs> it's like straw. It looks like a tube. It, 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 he has weird hair. Nice right, guy. So, so next one, of a guy. Next letter is from Colby Coles from UK with love. Vinny P and Killer B. Just thought I'd drop, drop you fellas a quick line. Say thank you for the great content you guys put out on each podcast. Thank you. It really helps my Vinny P and Killer B. I like yeah, that. That's our new rhyme there. Boom. That's our group. Yeah, that's our group. Um, it, it, I think I'd get sued if I actually came out as Killer B. Um, there's got to be like 5,000 of them. I'm uh, assuming. Yeah. Yeah. It Killer really helps. B, Brian Blair. <laughs> it really helps my understanding on the analysis of the modern game when you put it in so many comparisons. Great from past eras. I've gone back. Oh, over thank lots. God. I thought I did that too much. No, nah, it's good. I like it. 
I've gone back over lots of old footage based on comments you've made. It's really expanded my outlook on what really makes a good fighter. I got interested in boxing too late to really do anything serious with it, but started shadow boxing around 25, just turned 30 this year. Footwork is something I've always struggled with. Have no formal training. Watching film in the early part of Floyd's career has really helped me, helped as much as Pernell Whitaker, dude was a master tactician. More recently, Loma, although it's just a mind fuck to study when you slow it down. The guy takes, <laughs> takes the expression stick and move to a new dimension. Hope we'll get to see him back in the ring again before, before age catch and this war catch up with him. Agreed. And any other recommendations? Um, thank you, Colby, for writing in. Thanks, Colby. Uh, we appreciate uh, it. Recommendations as far as who to watch? Uh, we could go on forever. I mean, I think we dropped names. Maybe he's talking about feet. Should oh, we just oh, take it that way. Just footwork. I, I'm just trying to make. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. On I us. mean, it's, it's different kinds of footwork. Uh, right. Because know, there's that beautiful footwork. And then there's people who you think have their feet in the sand, but they actually are cut right. off the ring like a Chavez or, or a Triple G or Bernard, where it doesn't look pretty. Really, Bernard. Watch Bernard. To me, uh, Hopkins. You talk about everything being intentional. Okay, that's that's where I'm going to take this. You look at a Bernard Hopkins. Every move is made is 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 intentional. Everything is contrived. So everything he does, there's a reason for it. Okay, there's no no wasted movement, no wasted anything. It's important to study Bernard Hopkins. A lot of people found him boring. Um, I didn't. Uh, it's real. Bernard Hopkins in his prime is is incredible. As far as like flashy footwork that probably isn't very good. Watch Bernard's footwork against Trinidad. Yeah. Yeah, it's every move is made for a reason. But it, again, footwork... Watch prime Roy Jones for some of the most never, ever to be taught in any gym yeah. or by any coach. Or this by is any Colby video. we're talking to? Yeah, this to? is Colby. Colby. Colby, don't do any. Just watch don't, it, but don't just, do anything. Right yeah, now. don't do anything. And Colby, if you can. By the way, I know plenty of guys that get started in their 30s. I mean, look, you're not going to. I hope you don't think you want to turn pro or anything, but go find a gym. Absolutely. Um, I got to say. It's never too late, man. No, and, and guys will be patient with you. Uh, go find a gym and make sure it's not one of these blood buckets where they're just going to throw you in to the sharks right away. But anyway, go find a gym. Go find a gym. I don't know if where you live. Does it uh, say where he lives? Yeah, in the UK, but uh, depending on where you live in the UK, like I have a rule with gyms. I never drive any gym, whether it's anything. I never drive more than 10, 15 minutes out of my way. It, it can never be something that's inconvenient. I'll go to my friend's boxing gyms, not regularly, just to pop in or hang out or whatever and, and, and train or work out if they're far away. But all of my gyms have to be within 15 minutes because, look, if you're going to tack on a couple hours driving time, it's not worth it. Yeah, um, obviously saying the UK with Peyton and broad strokes, but, you know, there's a lot of great gyms over there, you yeah. know, and a lot of great fighters. I, again, training. I don't know if he lives in a rural area, you know, sure, or, or sure. even a city that is not, doesn't have a, you know, anyway. Or if you, hey, the other thing too, unfortunately, boxing gyms are oftentimes very expensive. Um, um, I don't want to get too granular, but like 
there's also guys who look at Lomachenko, obviously it's like, the, it's like unreal, you know, but yeah. there's also guys whose footwork was more, they were more apt offensively and some were more apt defensively. Right. Like Duran's footwork offensively was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Well, you know? and, well, yeah, that's an, watch every you, Roberto Duran fight available on YouTube. Your guy, you, your guy to say, Kobe, watch Bernard minus um, watch Bernard Whitaker. Yeah. All right. So now we move on to. He doesn't put a name. Just says SM Cowan. I think SMC Cowan. I think SMC Cowan 77. All right. Is that like a handle? Probably that's his. Yeah, it's his. That's his. The email He says, fellas, you toughed it out. Put on an awesome show. Killed over the stretch. Oh, he says he says killed. Over the stretch, the stretchered out talk about Lemieux. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, appreciate all these shows. You guys are the best. Thanks. All right, man. You're welcome. We'll keep pumping them out. Uh, moving on. All right. Vin and B. This is from Russ Bus. What's up, Russ? He says, uh, what's happening, fellas? Always a pleasure to hear you do to talk boxing. I know you're tired of talking about it, but I think you covered pretty much everything about Bivol Canelo. I wasn't sure if I was seeing a case of silk pajamas or just a shit game plan. I like that. That's that Marvin Hagler shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys did a very thorough job. I just wanted to toss you some praises for it. I wanted to ask about uh, ratings and rankings. Okay. Um, Belts don't really mean shit considering the sanctioning bodies seem to have an almost political motivation to their rankings. Uh, Yes and no. They do, they, they do mean more money for the fighters and uh, more exposure. So uh, for you can outgrow the belts as a fighter. We witnessed that with Floyd. Um, but for the most part, most fighters like the belts, um, especially when they're coming up. Their pay, by the way, guys, uh, you dictate a 75-25 split typically uh, between the uh, champion and challenger. Uh, champion getting the lion's share. Uh, the Ring Magazine has indulged me in their fair share of fuckery over the years. Transnational Boxing Ranking Board seems like the most legit spot for rankings as well as the archives. But it almost seems like a, a boxing head hidden secret. It is. Um, it is. The TBRB, uh, we know people that are a part of it. Um, that's the writers and pundits get together and they rust, they rank uh, that's what it's made up of. They rank the guys. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's usually a pretty fair shake. Um, I feel like you hardly see anyone in boxing media speak on TBRB because it would it, usually they're a part of it. So they don't the top guys don't talk about it because they show bias or they're affiliated with ring. Um, am I a casual idiot who's blissfully missing all the praise for TBRB? No, there's not a lot of praise for it. Am I a paranoid weirdo who should be trusting of the alphabet organization's fun imaginary belts as they pass them out like candy in the classroom. Um, our ring and box wreck, the Holy scriptures of ratings. Help me guys. Much love from Davenport. Much love to Davenport. Um, box rec has an algorithm. Maybe someone wants to write in and tell me about it. Uh, box rec. No, you can't consider that a real ranking system. Great reference for fights, fighters and, uh, and their records where they're from bios, etc. But, BoxRex thing is is a, is a is a computer based algorithm. I think even BoxRex admittedly says it's not a real ranking system. Right. It's how, it's how we put the names in based right. on based on knockout ratio, based on this, based on that, and that <coughs> all gets factored in, and then it creates a ranking system. Right. Um, the ring is similar to 
the TBRB in that the writers and pundits that work at ring or for ring or really whoever Doug decides uh, come up with their ranking systems. I like rings rankings. I do too. And I, Doug's a friend of mine and I can say, look, it's like, not like uh, you have to believe me, but he's not really a guy that's swayed by politics. No, he's not at all. He's, he's um, really one of boxing's good guys. Yeah, he is. Doug, Doug Fisher. Doug, yeah. Um, so family man, good guy, <laughs> good father, good husband, just absolves himself. You know, yeah, he loves that, that stuff. He loves it. Um, I love TBRB. It's yeah. it's actually great that you're bringing up like, yo, why is it this like dirty little secret? And B shed some light because the people who could talk about it don't. Right. And that's odd. But there's a reason why. Yeah. <laughs> because like B said, then by well, not bias, uh, alleged bias comes into play. Oh, well, you uh, you yeah. cover blah, blah, blah. Or you 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 you're you're part of uh, you write for ESPN or you 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 uh, you had a gig at the zone or you, you know. Yeah. And then it's well, you know, people, a lot of people don't want to deal with that, you know. Right. All right. So moving on, uh, Matt Nahara writes us. Hey, what's up, Matt? Um, what up, says, Matt? Yo, I just want to say I love the show. I listen to it while I work. You both have great knowledge on the sport and love to listen to y'all's take on boxers, upcoming fights. Also love the way you two clown each other. Us? No. It's really, I'm basically bullied on this show. Well, this fucking guy with the bullying shit. I mean, yeah. Su- super woke soy boy Vinny over here. Why? <laughs> See? With the fucking. See? Did you hear that? <laughs> Jesus. He's bullied. Fucking bully! Mm-hmm. You broke my balls about my college degree today. What are you talking about? You said I'm basically. It's not my fault. It you wasted your parents' <laughs> money. Wasted my. I had loans. <laughs> I had loans. Are you still loans. paying them off? No, I paid them off. I did. I had to sell my body, but I paid them off. Yeah, all for what? I got. I got no uh, video here. Yeah, it's uh. Well, <laughs> he says. It's a week off, a week off from looking at that ugly mug. Yeah. Question one. Question. Oh, qu- I'm sorry. Question. There's no uh, call in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Question one is what do you think Triple G takes from the Bavol win into his fight with Canelo? I like that question. Yeah, I think. I think Triple G says, well, my friend Canelo here has uh, looking for one hitter quitters. And big shots. He's not punching in between those big shots. Um, he always was inactive. or not the most active guy, so to speak. Now he's really not the most active guy. If he tries to fight me with that style, I'll punch in between those big shots, similar to what Bavol did. Triple G has a world-class, one of the top five jabs over the last 20 years. So it's a... I think Triple G would, and he's a good counter. And it's a power jab. It's a power jab. So it's not, it's not just. He's got great timing. Yes. It's not just for setting up shots. Whereas that's, you know, the jab is primarily used for setting up what you're going to do next. His jab will stop you in your fucking tracks. And Canelo, while not the most active guy, 
when he is active, he is a rhythmic fighter. And that power jab will disrupt that. Yep. Um, does any of that apply, B? Um, I don't know that the work rate of Bivol can be replicated by a 40-year-old Golovkin. No. I know that that fucking... I just rewatched G. Uh, Murata. Uh (laughs) Murata's a big, strong middleweight. Right. That jab was fucking rocking him. Yeah. Yeah, so... It, 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 Triple G was totally dominant. Then he got into a little bit of a, a scrap. Murata did some good work. Then G was dominant again. But those early, those early moments, man, if that guy shows up, we got to fucking fight. We got to fight. Uh, question two, who would you guys like to see Brandon Lee fight at 140? Um, Montana Love, and I'd like to see him knock him the fuck out. And We never hear about Montana Love again. That guy's rough. <laughs> um, I you you're a big Brandon Lee guy. I you put me onto him. I appreciate you doing that, uh, Vinny. I like Brandon Lee a lot. Um, I'd like to see him fight. I mean, like, I like him a lot from what I have to work with. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I well, you've recommended people to watch <clears throat> him on this show, so I know I, 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 I lo- I'd like to see him <clears throat> against a youngish undefeated feeder. Uh, undefeated 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 fighter undefeated fighter so that was great um so okay typically what we get with a brandon lee type guy or a brandon lee guy at this point in his career is we're gonna see him fight like i'm gonna i'm just reading names guys uh like rances bartholomew you know what i mean like like someone someone ranked in the top 20 who's old now right why not why not just put him in there with Montana Love? I don't think Montana Love is very marketable. I don't think people really care to see him that much. Um, that kid, Subrayel Mateus, he's yep. from Spain. Yep. You know, a guy like that. What's uh, Gary Antoine Russell? There's some, you know. Um, I mean, Arnold, yeah, we, Arnold Barbosa is pretty good. You know, I don't know if he's ready for guys like him or Catterall or Zapata or Progray, you know, Ramirez. I, I don't. He's not, I don't know if he's there yet. He's strong, man. He's fuck, bro. At 140, he's big and strong, you know? Yeah. Um, he does some good things in there, man. Um, he he, he was rushing uh-huh. for a little bit, and his last fight, I just saw him patient. And you know, I, I don't want to say you can't teach that because I guess you can. But it's right. hard to teach someone who doesn't have that nature. It's kind of like teaching someone with a big mouth to be quiet. It's like you could tell them, I guess. Right, right, but right. But is their nature always going to, you know? So yeah. I don't know if they're how that if that's just manhood, if that's just age with you know because when you're that young, those changes can happen. If you're an impatient thirty year old, that's not going to change, you know. But if you're an impatient kid in your early twenties. You can just grow into, all right, I got to sit. Yeah, look, I got to wait for the. He let things come to him in that last fight. Yeah. And I like yeah, that yeah. a lot. Yeah, I did too. Um, and, 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 and hey, so I, you said I put you on, but you put me on to something. You told me the kid's half Mexican. Yeah. 
Yeah, his mom's Mexican. His mom's, mom's Mexican. Mexican. His father's Asian. Who trains um, him? He, he he trains him. He speaks English. He's yeah. young. He's that's American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that look at a, all these things you could throw that out a there. G. As far as marketability, he's articulate. You know, um, he's American, but he brings the the ethnicity to it. Right, right. You know, the, you know. I don't know if Mexicans will get behind him because he doesn't look it at all. Right, right. Asian. You know, he just. Yeah. He's, I, I don't know how that happens. You know, when someone is 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 mixed to anything and they just you're like look yeah very uh, dominant features dominant yeah dominant genes i guess his father Um, so the next uh the next one is from av julian he said and so (laughs) this is this this is very tribalistic this one so you are telling me that or he is i am okay i just skimming through it because again guys i don't i gotta start pre-reading these is a long one. And so the losing streak of Latino fighters against non-Latino fighters in major fights this year has been broken by Benavides. That is unless, unless we quantify this as a big fight. I personally considered it a fiasco. I love boxing with a passion, but it was hard to watch Benavides total de- demolition of Lemieux. The only things not disgustingly mismatched about that fight was their first names. <laughs> and I'm, I'm afraid this Lemieux's guy is speech, not happy. No, I'm, and I'm afraid Lemieux's speech is now permanently slurred. Poor guy was like a Palestinian child throwing rocks at an armored tank. There's an immense display of heart and faith, but not a, but just not a chance in hell. I know the analogy is dark, but you get my point. The most exciting fight from that card was uh, certainly Nunez Fierro. I, I scored only a cunt hair wider than the judges 97-93 for Nunez. This weekend leads to another hard show. So it's a little dated. Guys could do this show every week. Tank Davis and Remedial Romero. all right it baffles me the number of commentators boxers and analysts that are entertaining even a puncher's chance for this short bus passenger are they serious and for fuck's sake can they please stop referring to remedial roley as an unorthodox fighter i think this guy's oh is is this is this your is this your uh Uh, what do you call that burner yeah your burner account your is this my burner email it is is that but i'm feeling this uh, there's much to be to be said of the distinction between an awkward or unorthodox fighter from yeah, someone who's yeah, just uncoordinated, yeah, unskilled. Yeah, exactly. When I think of an unorthodox fighter, I think of likes of Emmanuel Augustus, Roy Jones Jr., Nassim Hamed, not Roley, exclamation point. You fucking wrote this, you jerk. I did not. What is this gentleman's name again? This, this fine is, gentleman? This is A.V. Julian. He goes by okay. A.V. Julian. Okay. Uh, this Julian a, knows the deal. And a quick rant. There is something very annoying about Brian Custer. So can't speak badly about the custom. Uh, something about his appearance, vocal tone, and cadence just bugs me to no end. He's like Baxter from the Jamie Foxx show. <laughs> this guy cut a promo, yeah. man. This and guy I, Julian cut and a I promo. I feel like he should be standing in front of a green screen breaking down this the week's forecast, not pre- <coughs> presenting boxing events. That, that's, that part's boxing. not that part's not. Is that it only off. me? Um, you don't, you don't I, like I don't Custer? love him, but I don't care. But I don't care. It's more what it is. I'm he's a good, like he's a good mediator guy. They don't have him really calling the fights. You know what I mean? He's not doing. Yeah, blow by that, blow. that would aggravate me. I think yeah. you know. But like he's good at moving things along. I gotta in say that this: role. he does follow boxing. He has a boxing podcast. It's not as good as this podcast, but he has a boxing podcast. He does. He trains like a fucking animal. Uh, so. I don't, I don't, I don't hate, I, don't, I like the custom. I, like I, uh, I, I, again, I, I do it often, almost every episode. 
I'm dating myself, but that Showtime team of Bobby Chaz and Ferdy and uh, Marv's brother with the bad tooth, it's it's tough to beat that fucking team, man. And and since Paulie left, you know, yeah, Ab- Abner in comparison to Paulie, there isn't one, you know. Yo, um, what is that? Abner looks like he's selling timeshares in fucking Key West. Yo, he looks he yo. looks like he, the dude who opened his jacket on Market Street and have watches in the inside yo, of the yo, trench coat. He, yo, he looks like a fucking like a, a, a house DJ in somewhere in fucking like Europe. Like he's yo, so when they cut to him, you hear like <laughs> every time like he's like mm-hmm. just like he's spinning a laptop in fucking like uh, Morocco. Right. You know I mean, or not Morocco, Bulga- uh, and like it, Sophia Bulgaria. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, he looks like a cartoon character. Yeah. Anyway, um, finally, a take from you guys on a mythical matchup. How, how do you, I guess? How do you see? How do you see a supposed? Oh, how do you? Oh, how do you comment? Comma. Oh, sorry. How do you a supposed skills skilled savage we had in the Axeman would have fared against a young Gervonta Davis? Or Gary Russell Jr. Rest in peace, Gary Russell Sr. Oh, yeah, Gary Russell Sr. passed away. Yeah, he did, which uh, came out of nowhere because he was, like, ill at the last fight I saw him at. So, yeah, that's a shame. At 126 pounds. And any insight as to the condition of Nicholas Walters? Was that the first time we've witnessed that in boxing where a ravenous contender champion ghosted the sport in their prime? Uh, we've seen them retire on their stool or the late great Marvelous who retired on principle. Axeman completely buried his head in the sand, it seems. Uh, sorry for the long email. I'll try to keep it shorter next time you guys are the ship piece. Thanks, Julian. Thank you, man. Look, um, I've I've tr- I've tried to find out what's the word with Nicholas Walters and can't. I just can't. I can't find it. I just try to find anything about Brandon Lee, meaning an upcoming fight. Yeah. Nothing. I've tried to find anything about Nicholas Walters. Why the most he was the most feared puncher in the division. Right. I don't know. That's that's not a champion. And the most feared, uh, avoided champion and puncher in the division. Lomachenko made him quit on his stool, disappeared. You said it all. We don't know. Um, I, the Nicholas Walters that I saw before Lomachenko, I would pick over Tank. But, I, 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 you know, I, look, it's, the, it's, it's a weird show, particularly me, Les B. It's a weird show to, to discuss Tank until he fucking fights a live guy for me. Right. Because like, I'm not going to bend or break when it comes to him regarding where he stands in the sport until he dominates a real guy. Yeah. And I just want to put it out there. Like I've heard excuses on Twitter. If you guys follow me and Vinny, we sort of got into it with someone on Twitter. Um, Again, I think I said it earlier in the show, Tank could have stuck his fingers in his ears, stomped his feet, and demanded fights, and he probably would have got them. Um, Tank went along with the program. Uh, so it's hard to judge, like Vin said. You know, um, yeah. I, speaking of Walters, people, it's hard to judge where Tank would be, what he would do. Again, I think over the next 18 to 24 18 to 24 months, we see him fight top flight competition. Um, don't forget, <coughs> Walters drew with Jason Sosa before the loss to Loma. Uh, didn't he have problems making weight, too? I, I, yeah, I think he had problems. 
when Miguel, he the, beat the Miguel Mariaga, Mariaga, I think he had he had to go back and like cut yeah. head down or something. Yeah. But he sparked Nonito Donaire out, sparked Victor Chinian out. Right. I'm not talking about Victor Chinian now, almost a decade ago. Right. You know, I'm talking about a, a, a Nonito Donaire who was 32. Right. But at 26. So, yeah. Uh, I, it's hard to say. Hard to say, Vinny. It's hard to say. I, yeah. Look, <clears throat> based on what I know of both, you know, I, I would have picked Walters. Tank has years, at least four or five years left of his prime. You know, he goes yeah. on some kind of fucking run. I'm not going to ignore that on the show. And just get, and, and keep downplaying what he does, you know? When you knock out Raleigh Romero in the six in a fight that was probably three two, I'm not coming on here and, and saying, my bad, my bad, y'all. That's a good segue into the next letter. You ready? Uh-huh. I was born ready. From our fr- <laughs> I was born ready. From our friend Brian Kirk. He writes in a lot. Brian's a friend of the show now. I like Hello, Brian. He says, hey, guys, I'm curious on your thoughts on the tank win against Roly. I personally thought tank was going to wipe him out by the third round. I was shocked how well Roly did in, in a few of the rounds. Is it a case of Roly being better than we thought or tank worse than we think? Well, Vinny thinks it's tank worse than we think. I, uh, I don't really know. Uh, maybe it's tank worse than we. I, I don't know. I think tank was setting traps. Uh, got him. Got him out of there. And that was that. I think try to take his li- little as little damage as he could. Vinny said earlier in the show, two guys with a lot of power doesn't always play for, uh, you know, uh, aesthetically pleasing boxing because they're just trying to avoid each other's power. He says, uh, also, where does Tank go from here? If he stays with Mayweather, he'll be fed a long line of hobos and plumbers. If he goes to the zone, it's hobos and plumbers with English accents. If he goes to top rank, he will lose to Loma, Haney, and Cambosos. well, I think Loma, we don't know what condition Loma's going to come in. I think it's, I, I, I would pick Tank against both Haney and Cambosos. Uh, I don't think highly of those guys. Think higher of Tank. Last thing, I don't want to be mean, but is Roly autistic or something? He doesn't seem to be there mentally. Have you guys heard anything from your inside sources? What really stood I, out? What really stood out was when he left the ring after the fight. I mean, who doesn't want to be interviewed by the legendary future Hall of Famer great Jim Gray? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I have there's no question in my mind that he's special needs at all. Yeah. Yo, didn't he say as much? Yeah. He said something in a like I like he was he was saying it in a playful manner, but saying like, no, I was in like the slow like classes. No, he said, like, you know, I moved so fast in school, they had to slow me down and put me like into slow classes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. It's like some shit like like his mom said to him, like, oh, honey, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like, right, right, you're right, just right. Too smart for them. You're too smart and, for your own good. So we got to put you in these classes. Right. You yeah. Know, yeah. You got to wear a helmet to school. I mean, saying I don't want to be mean, please, you know, please I, stop I, eating I, the paste. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's mean when it's true. I think. Words that have been looked down upon are usually because, oh, uh, yo, don't use that word because there's people with real conditions. Well, I think he has the real condition. <laughs> right. So how is it being if, if If I said Paul Williams was handicapped, would that be disrespectful? He's in a wheelchair. No, I think it's the way people choose to say it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I choose to say it horribly. I don't do it on hand. 
the things I say to you about Raleigh and tax, I'd probably be cancer, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's something I, I, I don't, he's not all there. I don't uh, know. Uh, it's a question. I don't know what condition Lomachenko is in over there by that. I mean, is he on the ground fighting? Is he, is he signed up to that platoon, but they're staying in a home. Did he watch that? If he watched that fight, he's looking at shots. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, that I, was the, you know, the, what's going to happen here is if this, if this doesn't resolve itself soon, he's just going to get old, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like it's the same thing with Bud, you know, him and Bud are the same age and the same shit is happening. You know what I mean? For different reasons, for different yeah. reasons, but it's happening to both of them. You know, I heard that fight's pretty much done. Bud Spence. Um, there's also a chance of that being held in an unorthodox place, too. Yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah, which I don't know is a good idea. You know, nah, but keep it here. They'll sell the shit out of that fucking fight. Absolutely. Um, hey, Brian, thanks for writing in. And guys, thanks, uh, Brian. Thanks for listening. This is it. Yeah, give Vinny. the uh, give the uh, oh, you can write us email. Yeah, you guys want to write us? We'll read it and we'll laugh about it mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. KEOTB boxing at gmail.com. KEOT, not at I'm fucking tired, bro. You're stupid. Hey, you fucking say it then. All right. I'm just going to get my Rolly Romero on. <laughs> you already have. Uh, all right. Uh, KEOTB boxing. At gmail.com, K-E-O-T-B boxing at gmail.com. This is episode 32. I can only count as high as 31. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I got confused mm-hmm. and I'm lost. I have mm-hmm. dementia. You're zapped. Yo, the Corvitis. Yeah. The fucking Corvitis. <laughs> the jaundice. Yo, fried my fucking brain. Um, guys. Where can they find you? You guys can find me at the killer B24 on at Twitter on Twitter. And you can find me at, at I underscore no underscore that underscore kid on Instagram. Uh, Vinny, what's your dangerous? My Twitter is not dangerous at all, nor is my IG. I was it's, talking a bunch of boxing recently on Twitter. Um, a bunch of shit. Yeah, I was. Um, that's at Vinny underscore Paz on Twitter. On IG, it's at Box Cutter Pazzy. Ah! We got some new merch and stuff like that at jmtstore.com. So go okay. over there. We're still trying to figure out getting shirts made for not. Oh, out yeah. The box. Um, Me and I got to figure that out. Yo, the guy, I skipped the part because I had to edit some of this stuff while I was reading it. But one of the guys that wrote in tonight wants an XL. Let me find it. Yeah, we got to oh, figure out the uh, Colby, our buddy Colby Cole. He said he'll he'll buy an XL if we ever come out with some T-shirts. I know. Yeah, I'm not worried shit. about sign about selling them. It's just the, the the manner in which we sell. I sent you that link to that spot that does them. Yeah, we got to get some shirts for you guys. Yeah, and for us, and we'll wear them nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, uh, we've never asked you guys to do this before, but uh, we're gonna ask you to do it now. Like, subscribe, and review. Yeah, apparently the algorithms and all yeah. that help us and. You know, it could be future ads to just sort of generate money, which would generate bigger shows, meaning going to certain fights to cover right. them. Um, you know, you it, know, it would be good for the show. Yeah. So like and subscribe and write reviews, positive reviews. Give us the best review. I think you can like rate them, you know, like one yeah. to five or something like that. So give us the best review you can and the highest rating you can. 
Right. And I'm and feeding like my kids shoe leather over here. So, right. You know what I mean? That, uh, and all the videos uh, that we, we do and we have up are on the Vinnie Paz uh, YouTube. So us discussing things are on there. This week, B's video is down because he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Next week, we'll have it back up. No, because I'm a poor and, I, and my computer doesn't work. So right. if, they, if they like, subscribe and review, I'll yeah. be able to afford You're a, poor. A, a, sec, a secondhand computer that has a video camera in it. Correct. And, um, you know, maybe you guys might see my ugly bug. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. All right, y'all. We'll see you all next time. All right. Peace, peace. Peace. Knock them out the box, pass. Knock them out. Knock them out the box, be.